a Shishkin Productions podcast. You have your radio recording devices on? Get them on. It happens all over the world. People come together, kicking a soccer ball around, and it's a great uniter. Find me. I don't care anymore. Drain my bank account. I don't give a shit anymore. Okay? Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Calling All Casuals. Casuals. Um, as always, I'm Alexi on my quest to become the uh, second most soccer-specific Alexi in America. <laughs> um, got- I'm Amy, and uh, as usual, I'm casual. Very casual. The titular casual. Keeping it casual. The in-house casual resident. Producer Eric, I am back once again. Back like he never left. No, and producer Jordy, producer Jordy, who, hooligan, who, 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 he's the ultra. I'm the hooligan. It took it took Jordan one show to go. You know what? I'm gonna write a brand new segment. I tried to try to get producer Eric to write a come up with an idea for a brand new segment, and he just can't do it. Well, he it is it, it, it. it is at the expense <laughs> of Amy, so I don't know if it, if it's Oof. going to if it's going to be a reoccurring segment. But we'll try it out. I we're think g- it's I think it's gonna be a good one. We're gonna put Amy on the spot today. Ooh. Just a little teaser. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Let's see what uh, I've learned. Uh, up before until now. before we. Really Really get into it last week amy you were excited for Messi winning league's cup you called it i called it it happened I, you know i think i called it i gotta go back and listen but i feel like i called it several weeks ago so Ooh. called it way early yeah. i was excited for the derbies uh hell is real derby was awesome i'm really glad i got to watch the first i i, I really glad i watched the first 30 minutes of it because that's pretty much where all the action happened and after that i mean columbus columbus just fucked them up it was nuts and uh both of you guys were excited for uh EPL. Yeah, I was excited for the Prem and um, the Chelsea lost. And <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. It did not disappoint. <laughs> it did disappoint. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna me. have to go into hiding. Classic Chelsea, dude. They're just all about losing. Um, before we get into the full show, Amy, why don't you give the plugs real quick and then we'll get moving. Well, you guys know where to find us by now, but just in case, we are on Twitter at Calling Casuals or X. I don't know. I'm going to keep calling it Twitter. <laughs> um, very confusing. You can find us on TikTok. We are at Calling All Casuals. And if you haven't seen, we've dropped the content. The yes. tent is has been dropped um that's right we have some we have some great pieces so go check it out we also have an instagram which uh content to follow very soon we're on instagram at calling all casuals and that one's popping that's 140k followers yeah even without content how do how do do we do it? it how do they do it you'll never know our secret um and as always we like to read your emails um I think we might have a few spots left. Tons of spots. Don't say anything, Tons Eric. Of spots. <laughs> Tons of spots. You can find us calling all casuals at gmail.com. Yes. I have a feeling us. that we'll start getting some, uh, in the next like two months, we'll start getting people commenting things here and there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just excited for the haters. Oh my God, yeah, I love the haters. We, we got one so far. Keep them coming. Oh, I got another one the other night. Because I, I commented Ooh. something on one of Debo MLS mm-hmm. District on TikTok. I commented something. I was like, I can't believe Cincinnati couldn't hold on. And they were like, typical Penaldo fan. Ooh. And I was like, typical Pessy fan. So like, well, <laughs> I, don't care. I, fire, I mean, like that's, that. not, that's not like a direct hater to our show, though. That's true. It's a hater on Penaldo. But, you know. To be fair, uh, Penaldo does win a lot of pens. I mean, he that I can't I can't complain. Penaldo is Penaldo. It is what it is. Yeah. Neither of them are good. The goat is Zlatan. Uh, last week's <laughs> picks. Last week's picks, we had a, a crazy thing that happens. Never happened before. Someone, some brilliant mind, got a, their lock right. 
Yeah. It was me. Is, it this, is this the first time? First time it happened? Time. ever happened. Wow. And it was the Women's World Cup final. It just had to be the final, huh? I picked that classic 1-0 final scoreline, and I was right. And uh, I also won. So I now have nine wins on the season. Killed nine it, killed it. it, it nine to be try. fair, to be fair, it was super tight, and it came down to the last match. When I predicted the draw for uh, for Colorado, yeah, and they just got absolutely trounced. They got smoked. <laughs> they got smoked. Like, it wasn't even close. Um, all right, let's get into the news and the tea. Um, I wanna I wanna give a quick shout out to producer Chris. Yeah, who you know he's he's only been on like one show, but he helps out every week, and he made a video for MLS. It went on their YouTube channel. It's called Ref Cam. And uh, last year, I made the video, and my video got 1.8 million views in under a year. Pretty good, right? Very good. good. Pretty good. Uh, Producer Chris, his video got to 1.9 million in under two weeks. Wow. (laughs) Crushing it. Yeah. He got the Arsenal bump, though, I think. You know, people are more interested in Arsenal than they are in Liga MX. I didn't consider that. But I was... Very proud of him. I do. Yeah. I do love those those first person cams. It's very reminiscent. Remember that old Nike commercial? The whole mm-hmm. thing was shot in first person. It was like yeah. the guy's career progression. Yeah, I, yeah. I got those vibes. So yeah. I, I think it. it's a good piece. Um, I mean, hopefully this will kind of prompt them to continue making those. So yeah. hopefully we can uh, try filming them on our yeah. own. We're going to see. We might test them out uh, at some point. We might see it on our TikTok a little mm. bit. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, one thing I think we should do that commercial thing. We should do like a tier list of like soccer commercials like greatest soccer oh my god yes that would be pretty fun Um, All right, let's get in the news and the tea the real news and the tea not crusty but this one is about Gio Savarese fired that's it long overdue man they've been so bad I always pick against them with my picks and I've gotten (laughs) I've gotten a majority right it's like one of the only ones I get right like every week how how are you feeling about this Alexi they had a lot of injuries Stan they've had a lot of injuries the thing is Savarese has had a lot to deal with. It's a tough team. They're a team in transition, you know, like for it's three years ago, I think is when like it all started to be a transitional moment and they tried to bring in people to fix it, but then people kept getting hurt and, you know, you lost Valeri because of retirement. Blanco's old. That generation's all gone. Chara is 37 and still like the engine hacking everyone he doesn't hack he doesn't hack uh <laughs> chara he hacks when he needs to uh he's there but like it's a he's 37 it's just a whole new uh, they need to go in a new direction and uh he hasn't taken them there so it's fine the ownership is shit too really the team <clears throat> yeah i mean the players I, and the fans are good i feel like the the manager always ends up getting the brunt of it when it's not always their fault so it'll be i guess interesting to see what happens with the team now like is a new I'm manager curious. going to make a difference or are there greater issues at hand? Yeah. So I think that, well, there's definitely greater issues, but the, there is an interim manager, but I want to know who should manage them next season, starting next season. I got my money on Arsene Wenger. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness, Lex. No, Eric, you don't think so. What is in that coffee? What'd you put in that coffee? <laughs> Arsene Wenger. To, it's it's to expired coffee. <laughs> It's an expired manager, too. Um, I wonder if Gio Savarese is going to move back to New York. I think he's from, he, he's, he kind of, mm. he's from Venezuela, but he played for Metro Stars. NYCFC, he maybe? used to coach Cosmos. What, Savarese? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, uh, it would just be cool to play pickup with him. I heard he plays pickup in uh, the Bowery down there. Oh. So 
Thinking of getting stuck in? I think so. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, shit, that'd be <laughs> far as I love your work at Portland. No! <laughs> um, Amy, why don't you pick one of these and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go know, to it. You know, there's a lot here, and uh, I don't know much about any of it, but we'll, we'll go with the next one. Pul- Pulisic? Yes. I, Captain I America. Yeah, no, you said it right. He scored his first goal for AC Milan, right? Yes, an absolute banger of On a his goal. debut. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a it's a <clears throat> wonderful goal. Uh, the link I put in the uh, rundown goes right to it. But in the first for the first goal, he actually also played a part. He was kind of got like the hockey assist where he passed it in, then someone crossed it back across, and then Giroud scored. So good for Christian. He's off to a flying start. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, they also got Yunus Musa, uh, but he was suspended for that game. So Musa and Pulisic are both. Uh, going to be starting this weekend I think against Torino that'll be pretty tight what do we think I'm glad just to see him playing I mean Chelsea's a team where everyone goes to just rot and have the careers die so it's nice <laughs> he got out of there it's true and he actually can you know he's getting some touches and he's scoring can confirm that part of that Chelsea <laughs> that is definitely true uh, I just I just watched this goal and um, it's a banger. Yeah, it's a, it's a I, banger. I, sure. I would not expect him to have a fucking boomer like that. Bro, yeah. he's a great Woo. player, and so is Yunus Musa. There's like a lot of great American players. I I'm like so glad that Pulisic got away from Chelsea. I agree, man. That was a bad situation. Like, it's it's interesting how he's he's operating off on the opposite end to, to where he usually plays. He's usually on the left. Now at AC Milan, he's on the right, obviously, because they got Rafael Leao on the left. So initially, I thought he wasn't going to play a lot, but it looks like he's a pretty decent fit there. He can do it all. He, he can do it all. So, I mean, when he was at Chelsea, he was out on the left. But, I mean, I think naturally he's more of a whole player. So I mm. think you know he's got the versatility to kind of. Well, I see him as. I see him player. as like a winger. He is a whole player indeed. <laughs> You're a bit of a whole player, aren't you? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Back in the day, I um, don't have the legs for it anymore. I uh, this made me think like you know if Musa and Pulisic are both at AC Milan, that's kind of kind of tight, and Weya and McKenny are both at Juve. So mm. I might have to Here fucking go. go in on the Syria A package this summer or this fall, I should say, to. Uh, you know, maybe watch some more Serie A matches. But where are the rest of the American boys? So I wanted to I kind of put this all together. Dest and Pepe are both at PSV. Uh, Gio Reyna is at Dortmund. Brendan Aronson and uh, Pifak, Jordan Pifak, are at uh, Union Berlin. Tyler Adams, I think, just secured a move to Bournemouth. Just got it, yep. Mm-hmm. Robinson and Ream are at Fulham. Uh, Horvath and Turner, both Ameri- two American goalies, are at Forest, Nottingham Forest. Stefan is technically, I think, at Man City, but I don't. I think that, he, that he's trying to leave, but no one. There's no interest. Maybe he, he needs to go. Yeah, he's not going to play there. Uh, Balogun is at Arsenal, but I think Monaco and maybe Chelsea are interested. And then our MLS God coming from the New England Revolution, Petrovic, goalie, is the latest purchase of Mister Bowley. Yeah, he's, so they say. he's heading over there Ryan, to, very nice. a bully goalie? to rot and to kill his career. So that's that's perfect Damn. fit. Yeah, you're the resident Chelsea fan. What do you think of, uh, of why? Why why are they buying him? They need a keeper. Is he the well, guy? Well, hold on. The, they need a backup keeper. So he'll be a backup keeper to Robert Sanchez, 100%. I don't think he'll be um, playing a lot, quite possibly in the Cups. But yeah, I think it looks like he's just going to be number two there. New England Revolution just churning out goalies left and right, right? Turner, I, I did notice that that 
the MLS is a goalie, you know, factory. Well, America's always been a goalie factory. Because everyone over here playing basketball. Casey Keller. Yeah. Tim Howard. Brad Guzan. Brad Friedel. All um, went out to have, like, illustrious careers in Pretty Europe, much. So. Pretty Who, much. Who's your current American player that you're most excited about? Like, that you think is, has the most potential for a really good career? I'll because you named a few. I'll but. open that to you guys to start with because I got to think about it for a second. But you have anyone that sticks out to you? Yeah, right um, it it was Reina yeah. to me. But after what happened in the World Cup, like I just I I don't like him anymore, honestly. Yeah, and uh, obviously the best player in the team is Christian Pulisic, w- without a doubt. He's he's Captain America. He's a great player, and hopefully he plays a lot of AC Milan. Hopefully he stays fit because he had a lot of issues at Chelsea with injuries. Mm. And that's why he was always in and out. But yeah. It's like a burger. In and out burger. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I was going to say Pulisic. I mean, yeah. if you, if you, we've all been kind of on and off following his career since he basically went over to Dortmund. And he was one of those situations where you were worried that the pressure would get to him because that's what always happens to these young guys. It's just like, this is the next Landon Donovan. This is the next Freddie Adu. And mm-hmm. then those guys, they they fizzle out. So to see him still, you know, plugging away and like Eric said, as long as he stays fit, I think yeah. he's still got like another good four or five years in him. He gets a raw deal. A lot of people don't respect him, but he's so fucking good. He's actually like yeah. a really, really quality player in my yeah. opinion. Uh, for me... It's it's a toss up. Adams is really interesting because like the price tag I think was is it was pretty high. You know, was like twenty three million or something like that. That's pretty high. And Bournemouth, that's a team where he's going to have to work really hard. So because he's not going to have an option because you know where he plays. They just got a new coach yeah. who who completely changed how they play. It's all like in intensive like high pressing and I think he's going to be perfect there so because that, that's how he plays. I'm excited for him to see how he fits in and then Yunus Musa. I mm. love Yunus Musa. And he's, he's such, on AC Milan as well. He, yeah, he just moved there from Valencia, but he's such an underrated player, dude. He's so sick. And he took number 80, which is the number Ronaldinho used to wear, and the guy before wow. him who he's replacing War number seventy nine. I don't know who it was, but so he. It's almost people are like, oh, they come uh, in to take eighty. Kind of like uh, one upped him a little yeah. bit. He's not that kind of player though. Like, why would he? Why would he take Ronaldinho's number? <laughs> dude, because he respects him. Probably. I don't know, man. Just, yeah, do this you, is the Ronaldinho show. <laughs> respect him and leave it alone, bro. <laughs> every week, every week. Do you guys think that, like American players in general? on an international stage aren't respected like do you think they have to work harder to earn their respect absolutely yeah absolutely i mean you see the same thing with um south american players in europe they they, you know when you had guys like even messi come over to which is wild because south america is known for having great players so and you just see it everywhere it's like some elitist bullshit yeah really. like you know you players go over to to italy and it's like oh it's a different league it's a different style they won't be able to adapt and yeah. so it's you really have to kind of hit the ground running when you when you enter a new league i mean sure. uh, and I so di- I, d- I disagree i don't think americans i don't think i don't think <clears> it's harder i think it's i think it's harder for american coaches i think american coaches have it the worst yeah i think american players fucking if you go to training and you train well and you play well you play well like well, I, that's exactly it yeah I, you just have to show up and you can't you know have the the 
the the self-doubt of just like you know oh well i'm the american guy i have to go above and beyond that's that's any player you yeah. show up you're a new guy on the team you you got to show what are you up. smiling eric's over there smiling <laughs> cheesing like a cheshire cat bro man american coaches flopped so hard in the prem <laughs> like repeatedly over wow. and over it's it's pretty sad that that's why i'm smiling over here because they have it hard yeah jesse marsh uh well they don't they're like not respected i'm sure yeah I mean, they're not very good i guess but also you know <laughs> it's just tough yeah. it's just tough it's a, it's a tough it's a tough thing and plus now does the fucking uh ted uh ted lasso effect oh, oh yeah. my god you know it's terrible well i'll be i'll be rooting for these american boys we'll yeah is see. there, is we'll there a certain one i want to turn the question back to you is there a certain one that you are m- most interested well, in? well you know i don't really watch a lot of these leagues or matches or know much about these teams but just from the World Cup last year, I liked Wea. I yeah. mean, I think his story's cool. He's a, he's so I'll hope that he continues to to do well. Uh, and I've, I've heard, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard he's actually been playing like a wing back role at Juventus. He's going to be playing outside back or something like that. Maybe he's just a, I don't know. I've heard that he's open to dropping back if they mm-hmm. need him to. I don't know. You tell me. You, you, you he's shook a forward, your head. bro. He, he's a forward. <laughs> I didn't say he's not. I'm just saying what I've heard is that he's potentially going to be playing a wing back role. That, that's already a red flag for me. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, and then you it know, tells you that they um, have absolutely no fucking uh, idea where his position is, and they don't trust them up top in front of goal. And so they're just like, "You can run. You're athletic. So we're just gonna we're just gonna have you cover all the hard yards on the flank." That's what it says. Wea discusses being used as a wing back at Juventus, yeah, July twenty first. This that's, is that's this a red is just, flag for just me. It. Um, also, you know, I know you love the Medford Messi, Brendan Aronson. So I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't bring him. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, he's he's young. He's promising. He needs to learn his craft, and I think that was a good move heading to Germany. Yeah. Union Berlin are uh, their fun team. Uh, San Diego Loyal are folding. San Diego Loyal in turmoil. <laughs> You're all about the rhymes today. <laughs> MLS came in and just got a, a brand new team that's going to be starting in 2025 in San Diego. What was it? Half a billion dollars, I think, mm-hmm. was the value that was paid. And I remember I even said on the show, I was like, this sucks because they already have like a USL yeah. club that's like supported. guess it wasn't supported enough. They couldn't find anywhere to put the fucking team. And wow. uh, they couldn't find a permanent home for them, like a stadium. So they were like, hey, this is our last season. We're done. So, Do you think that like the the new MLS announcement had anything to do with that? I mean, probably. I mean, they took up a stadium because they're playing the the MLS club are going to play at like what's called Snapdragon Stadium or something like that. I think it's where one of the colleges is. But I mean, that's real estate where San Diego Loyal could have probably played. MLS just has more money. That's really what it comes down to. It's all about the money. Always about the money. Uh, Speaking of the money. Uh, I put a little thing. Things not going well in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I've heard mm. that. So Money isn't everything. Listen to this. This is from Goal.com. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But uh, Benzema and Al-Atihad, things are not going well. Nuno Espirito Santo, right, is the manager of Al-Atihad. He used to manage Wolves, correct? Yes, indeed. And, and somewhere else maybe before that? No. Probably. Probably. Uh, I, I can't know. recall off the top of my head, but yes, he, he was at Wolverhampton. So Kareem Benzema came over and apparently he like 
he came and immediately went to the coach like within the first week of being there was like I want to be captain and the coach was like no like we're gonna have our our guy who's our captain and everyone knows him yeah. as our captain and he you know he's still gonna be our captain and uh, the quote from goal.com is this disagreement is threatening to spiral into a full-blown internal war <laughs> wow that like I don't know I mean some ego shit I'm kind of here for it for that league to just like I want it to be the drama like fail and fizzle out I want it to be a circus it already kind of is is a circus yeah for sure absolutely a circus and it's like you would think on the wages Benzema is on who cares who cares I mean, I don't know if this is a normal thing. Is that normal to go no, into a team ab- and just be like, make not. me the captain? Like, I feel like well, you have to earn that, right? Funny like, enough. So and you have to be named. That. Yes, you right. You can't it, just demand the position. Absolutely. And um, so Messi shows up to enter Miami. He gets the armband. Yeah. No one's going to complain about that. Sure. But when they go to lift the league's trophy, he puts the armband back on Yedlin. And you can see Yedlin like, no, 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 no. He's yeah. like, no, you you were the captain. I showed up. They gave it to me. It was an optics thing. But Got it. I want you to wear this when we lift the trophy. I respect so. that. That was really, really I cool. That. That. that was really fucking cool. You know, I will say. Heartwarming, wholesome. As much really shit wholesome. as you talk about him. <laughs> like, and that's why I'm here, Amy. I feel like. To put him in his place. And I don't, you know, I don't care one way or the other. But I feel like since coming to MLS, it seems like he has actually done some like pretty humble things he and turned down Saudi money to come to the MLS. Yeah. And he's, you know, after the whole Yedlin thing, I'm just like, he, another notch on his belt. Look, for respect. Pessy's obviously the goat, but I'm team Penaldo forever. Yeah, uh, it's a so huge red flag. Roberto Firmino, you know, we're talking about the captaincy stuff, right? Roberto Firmino, uh, he also went over to Saudi Arabia to Al Ali. His Debut, he scored a hat trick and they had made him the captain. It was cool. Then he got injured in training. So now they need a new captain. But they're also having a dispute because the manager chose Frank. Is it Kessier or Kessie? Kessier. Yeah, Frank Kessier got given the armband. But that apparently it reportedly irritated Riyad Mahrez and Eduard Mendy as well. So like it's like, wow. And these are all guys who just came. This is so much drama. Just came over on these giant wages with big transfer fees, and of course you're gonna have egos clashing. You know what I mean? Like it's always the egos to, to. take something down it so should, it, i feel like if this is really going on it's only a matter of time like it, money can't yeah exactly it, um the players over there clearly have all the power and the coaches can't do anything <laughs> about it and so that's already but that's super dangerous like that's weird that's a recipe for disaster yeah. like those teams are going to crumble from the inside out Oof, i'm uh, here for it i'm ready yeah <laughs> and even you know apparently also uh there was a guy from celtic who arrived uh at Al Etihad named Jata. Uh, 25 million pounds they spent on him. And it says he is set to exit after just a few weeks. Oh, Shit. no. So he, they bought him and he's leaving bef- like in the same transfer window because <laughs> I guess it's not working out or whatever. And it's, it's well, Was there a reason for why? They said that their reasons are not entirely clear, but it's indicative of a wider culture of chaos that has engulfed Al Etihad this summer. Oh my so God. who knows? It could just be a cultural thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it has been it has been weird. You yeah. know, it's to be expected when you change the 
the level of of the league that drastically of course things are going to get thrown into chaos in one window too that's i think that's what a lot of people <laughs> yeah. forget is that like this is all is too much way too fast <laughs> yeah i mean before. i don't know what the numbers are but they've i'm sure they've spent well over a billion dollars bringing all these guys and they're in. not done yet they're no. still getting players they just got laporte yeah from right. manchester yeah. city the door yeah as we call him i america the door the door <laughs> the door is shut um, mm-hmm. Last thing before we go to break, and we have a fucking crazy show coming up. It's going to be fun as hell. You're There's in two, for a wild ride. A lot of, a lot of games. We're going to be playing a lot of games. We're changing week. it up. Uh, the kiss heard around the world. <laughs> Spain won the World Cup. And then the. Uh, this is such a ridiculous. Yeah, Luis story. Rubiales, who is the Spanish FA president, he uh, just kissed uh, Jenny. Hermoso on the mouth. Just I love you, Jen. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he basically was the Forrest Gump of Spain. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now he's out. So he's, you know. Wow. He went out uh, on top. I guess they won the World Cup. Then he got a kiss and then he left. So he went out he, with uh, a bang. Went out with a, with a kiss at least. Just the whole, like, didn't he he did it and then he apologized but then he, he like did initially he did not apologize initially he like held his own and was like no it was totally cool well and, <laughs> and also then they asked her how'd you feel about it she's like yeah not great yeah well, I like, love that he's the one that like did something wrong and he's like no it's fine yeah. it's good and apparently he was getting out of pocket this entire match because he was maybe about the article I read he was maybe about 10 meters away from the queen of Spain and her daughter and when they scored he was grabbing his crotch <gasps> and jumping around in the box and everyone was just like wow what, oh i'm glad this, this guy's guy out it sounds doing. like it's only bad things i'll play pick up with this guy this guy sounds like he likes to party <laughs> the uh the quote from hermoso she told spanish tv afterwards regarding the kiss she said eh yeah <laughs> oh, i did not enjoy that that <laughs> is so brutal i yes. feel, i feel bad for her have you seen it though um, did, did you I, watch him do it? I did not watch him do it. I, I <laughs> oh, saw man. some some photos. I didn't see the. It, it video. was a, It was pretty intense. He, <laughs> he grabs her head with two hands. No, and just like, she, like pulls her face yeah. in. I think oh, the next so next time he Spain also looks a power like move. <laughs> next time Spain win a, a, any sort of other title with the men. The men's FA president should He's do got that a kiss as well. Hat, absolutely, yeah. all the guys too. on the mouth. Every yeah. single guy <laughs> embrace, he just lines them up. Warm embrace. All the subs, <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> Johnny and Fentino staff. Today everyone. I feel gay. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. I know in the World Cup, like that was so cringy, so yes. cringy, cringy Johnny. Um, all right, let's go to a fucking break, and when we come back, we got games to play. Hmm. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're going to switch things up today. Mm-hmm. I don't have a question, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to give Jordan the mic and Jordan brought you're going to introduce your segment. Yes. So my segment is quiz in the casual. So instead of your one question, I've got 10. Oh, wow. And uh, I have to. Good. OK, this is this is different. Yes. Normally, I'm asking the question. I get the easy job. Yes. Now I'm answering. Absolutely. Oh God. Okay. I love this quiz in the casual. You made that name up. Uh, I heard it somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's uh, all you. Yes, yeah, so it definitely. Yeah, it was all no me. No <laughs> pressure. No pressure at all. So okay. yeah, explain how this works. So I've got ten questions for you. They okay. are more or less rules of the game, and so. What we're going to do is we're going to go through each question. We're going to get an answer from you. And then at the end, we're going to see what the results are. 
Okay. You will be able to use both producer Eric and Alexi as a lifeline. You can use each of them once. So if it's a question you're really stuck on, you can use them, but yeah. be warned once they once you've used them. Okay. And there's 10 questions. And there's 10 okay. questions. So right. there wisely. should be no way that you get less than nine out of 10 on this, right? Like well, a- absolutely. Well, you're not going to need us I'll, at all for this. Amy. I'll, I'll tell you right <laughs> now. I'm expecting a perfect score on this. After, <laughs> after everything we've been through, after everything we've taught you, <laughs> if you uh, failed this, so according to the website, the average score is eight out of 10. Okay. All right. So, all right. All right. And if one of them give you a wrong answer, yeah, well, then it doesn't I count haven't decided a punishment yet, but it's gonna be bad. <laughs> all right. Okay. okay. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready, Amy? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Let's, let's do it. So your first question: How many players are on the field for each team in an adult league if playing a full squad game? Eleven. Wow. Eleven very very 11. solid. Uh, quick are you answer. sure? I'm 100% positive. Love it. All right. All right. Second question. Excluding the goalkeeper, what part of the body cannot touch the ball? Arm. Go with arm. Lock it in. This is common. Then you know, (laughs) you're very casual, and this is a good level to start it at. This is good to start at. This is basic basic Uh, soccer rules. You know, I might not have been able to answer all of these. We'll see. We'll see. Beginning of the year. Talk your way through your thought process as you go. Sure. Well, 11 was easy because we have pop 11. Oh, uh, yeah. We gave it so, away. Oh, you know, <laughs> we do this every week. We go yeah. through she the 11, 11 players and yeah. positions. Makes sense. Um, excluding the goalkeeper. Obviously, handball is a a foul. I don't know yeah. what a foul is. That yeah, what they call sure it? Sure, you can say that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can't use your arm or hands to touch the ball unless you're the goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, what's the sense. next one? Let's see. Okay, so the next one is a little bit of a curveball. What statement describes a proper throw-in? Mm. Is it both hands must be on the ball, you can jump or stand while throwing? Or is it both hands must be on the ball behind the head, both feet must be on the ground? Option C is you can throw with one hand, but both feet must be on the ground. And the final option is you must throw underhand using both hands. Feet don't matter. Okay, this is tricky. Um, oh, we ran I into definitely our first know just one. from watching matches, I know they always throw it overhead mm-hmm. with yes. both hands. Okay. That's already Obviously. a couple eliminated. Right. Okay. So I'm I'm down to two. You're halfway there. What I don't know is you can jump or stand. I mean, you're obviously standing, um, but I don't know if both feet have to be on the ground. Hmm. Both hands must be on the ball. You can jump or stand. I'm going to go with both feet must be on the ground. Both feet must be on the ground. Lock it in. I'm going to lock it in. I mean, I think logically that makes the most sense. I could be wrong. Okay. Good ass answer. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Money. <laughs> Nailed it. Three for three. That was almost a lifeline right there. No, I saw her. I no, saw no, her. No, 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 no. You're See, definitely considering Multiple it. choice is... I've, I've always been good at multiple choice. Process you just use logic, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next question. The goalie can always use his or her hands. Always. Always. True or false? No matter what. True or false? This one's a little tricky as well. Okay, yeah, I feel like this is like a a trick question. You got a gotcha question here? When, I mean, oh wait, yeah, they are the goalie, but I'm kind of wondering if when they're... Oh, Mm. he's used. I'm trying to think of when... 
you know you got two lifelines here yeah you got six questions left but you're only so. four questions in yeah so don't don't feel pressured to use one i'm just again i'm just thinking of an instance where they wouldn't be using their hands and yeah. why why they wouldn't be allowed to use their hands yeah what's that all about it's weird isn't it a couple of weird guys <laughs> with gloves on and I'm just gonna say Mickey that Mouse they can <laughs> I'm gonna say true they can always use their hands you wanna so true you wanna lock it in I'm gonna lock it in alright interesting was answer. I right or wrong uh, oh, we'll find oh, out if you yeah. okay okay no opening presents before Christmas can we say what what, what we're what do you thinking? think yeah I thought that would be false cause you can't use them outside of the box you can't touch the ball with your hands you know I thought okay well I thought wait until it's one <laughs> Come on now. That's what I thought. I don't know. Well, I mean, she that's kind of that's kind of what I in. was thinking too. Is there an instance? But yeah, Th- I did there's lock a reason it in. we say lock it in. She locked yeah, it in a true. Locked in. But then you're gonna we'll put doubt in her head. Now she's got five more questions. Doesn't matter. She's locked in. <laughs> <laughs> We're halfway through it. Right? We're, We're halfway, halfway there. there. I'm living on a prayer here. <laughs> All right. Question five. If the defending team kicks the ball out on their own goal line, what kind of kick? brings the ball back in and so your options are a a goal kick b a penalty kick c a free kick or d a corner kick a corner kick corner kick confident i like that locking it in corner kick yes locking it it in it's a solid I know, answer. I know what solid a corner answer. is. Right. <laughs> right. But you know, I, I don't know if I would have known that at the beginning. So I, I think you I have are. learned some things yeah, over learned. the last oh, you know a lot of many things. weeks. You, you've come a long way. Know, like, you know who Robin Friday is. Like, I feel like maybe 10% of people might a know A legend. That. 10% is probably you know, high, honestly. You know what a touch is now. You were really, I feel like you were more upset about the nutmeg than the I was shocked. Nutmeg state, okay, so he's really on. hurt by that. Eric, I asked what a touch is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I set the bar pretty low. Yeah, okay. ep- episode one. <laughs> All right. Next question. If a player is sent off, what color card does the referee display? Hmm. Is it A, a red card, B, a white card, <laughs> C, a yellow card, or D, checkered red and black? <laughs> It's a red card, it is. but these are funny. I think okay. it should checkered, be checkered red and, red and black. That would be sick. Are you, are you kidding me? That would be, that would be such a mouthful for them to have to say. And he got a checkered, red, him a checkered, checkered red, red and black, black card. <laughs> sure, make commentary way more interesting. Yeah. All right, we're locking in red card. Okay. Next question. Which of the following scenarios would likely cause an offside penalty to be called? So these are a little bit of a mouthful, but I'll go slow. Let's see. Option A, a forward stays down by the other team's goal, even if the play in the other half of the field waiting for the ball to be passed to him or her. Okay. B, a defender hangs back by his or her goalie in case there's a breakaway. C, a forward racing and beating a defender to a ball that was just kicked near the goal. Or D, a midfielder moving in front of his or her own forwards. Um, okay. I know what offside is. I mm-hmm. didn't know that when I first started watching soccer. It's Damn. basically when you, when you're not defending, I guess you're on offense mm-hmm. and you go ahead of the rest of the players. Like there has to be a defender in front of you at all times for the ball to be legal. Yeah. So based on these answers i think it would be c a forward racing and beating a defender to a ball because that means they would be 
ahead of the defender. And that would be offsides, and then it wouldn't count. Okay, that's is that the one you're gonna lock in? I <laughs> yeah. I I think you should reread yeah, all the should, options. You should, you should yeah. read read the first because one they're just so awkwardly phrased. Yeah, yeah. these are. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah, I hate these are, this quiz, Jordy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, okay, it is oh, very it's so <laughs> easy. It's so easy. You get to a, a wordy question. Oh, this quiz sucks. All right. Okay, if you want to lock in and lock in, but just well, know you do have the other thing. Okay, a forward stays down by the other team's goal. What is the other team? Isn't so if you, you're staying. So you have your half of the field, right? And then there is the other half of the field. So you have the defensive half and the offensive half. So if you are a player standing in the offensive half of the field by the other team's goal. And even if the play is happening in your half of the It's like you're just field, chilling with the opposing goalie, hanging yeah. out with the oh. opposing goalie. And you're just hanging out down there. Is that considered Basically offsides? just you guys. Oh. Well, yeah, because then you would be ahead of... It's the, it's, you're kind of like getting it's a... It's a poorly phrased question. Yeah, for sure. It's very poorly um, phrased. I guess I'll use a lifeline here because this is a weird question. It is, 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 a it, weird question. is it A? Yeah. I mean, which who do you want to ask? Me I'll, or uh, I'll ask Eric. Yeah, so you're pretty much almost right on the money. It is when uh, the the player is just hanging out with the other keeper, and that would be offside because he'll be way ahead of way ahead of everyone the play. else when they play him in. Got it. So would they call offsides automatically if that if, was happening? If they play him the ball, yes, <laughs> it's it's automatically outside. Okay. That's why, I, that's why I hated this, I think, this question yeah, I because think, it's so poorly phrased. I think at so the beginning I explained what offsides was yeah. and I think yeah. I yes. explained it yes. correctly. You did, you did. I don't know. You, you just got a little bit reading confused com- yeah. with Reading it. comprehension. <laughs> and to be fair, it is really difficult to explain the offside rules in one sentence. Yeah. It is one of those things where it's just like, in this scenario it would be this and in that scenario it would be that. So. This Producer is, Eric had a visceral reaction yeah, he, to yeah. how this was written. Yeah. Don't ask okay. him about handballs either. He'll get really upset. <laughs> okay. So, all right, we're going to lock in A. Lock in A. Yes. All right, next question. When a team is awarded, when is a team <laughs> awarded a penalty kick? There is a question mark there. Okay, great. Option A is against the attacking team if they collide with the goalie after he has obvious control of the ball. Option B is against the defending team by intentionally kicking the ball out on their own goal line. C is against the defending team within the penalty box. And D is against the attacking team who uses their hands within the penalty box. Uh, I'm definitely going to use a lifeline on this one just because like, yeah. I know what a penalty kick is, but yeah. these are all confusing. So they're, Alexi, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're written very, very weirdly. So, the the penalty kick would be awarded against the defending team, right? So we can right. get rid of the against the attacking team ones. Yeah. Because if the attacking team does something wrong, it's a free kick going the other way. Sure. So uh, if the defending team you intentionally kick the ball out, that doesn't fucking matter. Uh, so a uh, process of elimination, it's against the defending team within the penalty box, but that doesn't even really yeah, that's indicate not really what a they do. Specific it just says where. Scenario. So okay. technically, I, w- I would go with that one. Against the defending team within the penalty this, box. The, the question should be where, where is, is it exactly, team awarded? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to go with C on that one. Locking it in. Against, Lock in the, C. All right. against the defending team within the penalty box. Locked yeah. in. Locked in. And I, you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to tease this. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Next question. Your, your lifelines are gone. though. Yes. They are. I'm on my Two own. Two more questions, though. Okay. 
So this one is a slide tackle is a legal move in soccer. True or false? False. A slide. A slide tackle. tackle. Come flying in to get the ball. Yeah, walk us through your your thought process. Yeah. Well, I mean, are any tackles legal? Isn't a tackle a like? <laughs> Producer Eric looks quizzical. I'm sorry. He said what? <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe I'm. Tackle. Maybe I'm thinking of tackle in America. Yeah, I was going to say tackle is probably not the best. So okay. uh, a, I like to call them a sliding challenge. You're challenging for the ball. So, oh, well, because there's also as a, long as you're not like knocking somebody down. Yeah, you're saying if you do it properly. This, yes. uh, this 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 question assumes you're doing it properly. Oh, then yes, it's a legal move in soccer. True. Okay. True. I, you got a little it. help from. Uh, I, did, I, did, I, did, I did get some. Help. Was thing. Here's I the thing: I, you can't. It, it just depends where you play. Because remember, at the very first question, it was like in in an adult league game or whatever. I know if I play like in a co-ed league or if you play in some men's league uh, over thirties and stuff, they won't allow a sliding challenge. So it's you know it just depends where we'll see we'll see what the maybe, quiz maybe if it's like like actual soccer rules all of these are open to interpretation yeah that's true exactly <laughs> okay. all right final Last question one. and this one i will tease and say when i scrolled ahead to read this i was like this one is like gonna kind of be hard because oh shit there's not it's, <laughs> a, it's, it's okay. right isn't it a bit it's this one was a little tough yeah just like ambiguous right? but is the, it is the last question we're gonna end okay. on, a, on, a, on a little one a bit of a toughie okay okay so final question when a goalie takes a free kick free kick what a goal kick when yep. a goalie takes a goal kick i'll change that yeah one they wrote free kick yes so <laughs> a, a goalie a fucking casual wrote this quiz dude i swear <laughs> to god <laughs> okay when a goalie takes a goal kick which one of these choices is the worst place to kick it? Into your own goal. <laughs> Option A, down the sidelines. B, across the goal to one of his or her, her own defenders. C, down the field via a long kick. Or D, over the heads of the first line of players. Um, this, this is a silly question. Is, I, this is, I feel like, I mean, I could be wrong, but... There is no I right feel answer. like there's I feel like yeah it's depending totally on the scenario yep like but, what is the situation so as a defender and most players know this there's one place you do not play a ball when yes. you're on defense oh okay okay but, so okay. wait when a goalie takes a goal you, kick I, is I, that I, just when a goalie is basically kicking the ball back into play is yes. that what this yep. means yeah. yeah okay what when what where would be the worst place to kick that ball do you think other than in your own net. Well, yeah. Would it be down the sideline, across the face of goal to one of your defenders, down the field, or over the heads of the first line of players? Oh, okay. Over the heads of the first line of players, because if somebody jumps up, they could knock the ball in. See, that's the thing. There is no right answer. I yeah. know where they're trying to guide you. Yes. You can't really but, answer But this. what they're saying is like, I mean, look, they want you to, can I, can I just spoil it? No, sure. she's got to answer no, it okay, let her answer. Well, let her answer. I'm she thinking based on that, yeah, over okay. the heads, so just because. Over the heads. And then what it will do is we'll see what the answers are. We'll go through the ones you got wrong. Okay. And we'll discuss. Okay. Okay, ready? Right. Submitting the answers Submit now. the answers. Oh, God. Drum roll, please. Okay. I got the first one, two, three, right. Okay, the first one I missed was 
can the goalie always use his or her yeah. hands? So you got an eight out of a ten. You got eight out of ten, which is the average. Okay. You did fine. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. The goalie can only use their hands if they're inside the penalty box. I guess I wasn't considering. So in yes. my head, I yeah. Okay. You, you already did the math. So that question you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You, you were too advanced for hands. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And let's see. The next question you got wrong was the final question. Oh, interesting. So, so here's the which thing. Which one was I thinking? We shouldn't I'm count like, that one though, because that's that's unfair. A- Amy, there doesn't really have an answer. They're trying to guide you to say, don't play the ball across the face of goal, because if the goal is empty and you're the goalie over here and you play the ball across, you never know what's going to happen, and maybe uh, it'll maybe you'll miss hit it, and, and the attacker will get it, and they have an empty net. Maybe you miss hit it, and it goes into your own goal, right? Mm. But here's the thing, I would argue that like. Actually, the way that teams play now, that's kind of what happens all the time. Is you play it is short passes. So many, so many teams so play like I that. Think now. I think now play as like as center backs almost. Yes. I think I'm I'm still kind of confused about so across the goal to one of his or her de- like reading so, that. That sounds fine. Yeah. So I'll explain it to you. So over the he- so the question was. Where is the worst place right. to kick it? So kicking it over the heads of the guys in front of you is not the worst place to play it. That's actually pretty safe. Okay. So the worst place to pass the ball would be across the face of your own goal. So imagine you're a goalkeeper. You're standing either to the left or to the right of your own goal. Okay. There's a defender across the goal from you. If you play that ball, if you don't hit it hard enough and there's a guy on the other team close by, he's going to pick that off and he's going to kick it right into your own goal. So fundamentally, when you learn the game as a, as a young player, every coach, if he ever yep. sees you play the ball across the face of your own goal, he'll tear your head off. Yeah, because okay. at, its, at its most base level, it's how close is the ball to your goal? Yeah. So you just want to get it as far away as yeah. possible. That's what this is that implying. Okay. Yes. Okay. When in doubt, kick it out. Uh, there <laughs> yes. you go. And so okay. all the other answers were down the sideline, over someone's head. But yeah, the worst place out of all those options, very confusing question. Okay. Probably not the best answers. But well, I do uh, love this segment. But you yeah, did great. Yeah, this was fun. I'm, I'm not mad. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Thanks for the help. Um... Also, I feel like I did learn some things. Yeah. So it was helpful overall. Hell yeah. Love it. Quizzing the it. casual. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right. The now next I segment. I can stop sweating. <laughs> you were on the spot. I'm, I'm out of the, the spotlight spot. right now. Yeah. Um, Eric, you wrote the next segment. Do you, are you going to present it? Or did you uh, want dun, one dun, of us dun. to present it? I kind of wanted one of you guys to, to handle it. I'm happy to present it if you yeah, want. Lex, yeah, Lex got uh, the radio absolutely. voice. Absolutely. I was really sucked in with the Robin well, Friday. Why don't so. you give us a quick intro on what the segment is called and and like what made you think of it, and then I'll present it. Well, originally, I was uh, researching, trying to come up with um, a Pop 11, like I usually do. And usually, I like to, um, well, let me just rephrase that. The hardest ones to come up with are usually owner and a manager. And so while researching a manager, I came across this guy who Alexi will introduce, who I just could not stop reading about because he was so interesting. And I got way too carried away and I ended up writing <laughs> an entire fucking piece. Yeah, on I, love, I actually, I love this though. Yeah. Because I feel like 
this is what Alexi runs into every week when yeah. you're doing the deep dive or yeah. the history lesson. Yeah, it, getting stuck in the rabbit hole is is very easy to do with a lot of these guys. I went deep on this. So uh, this was because you wanted to do a cult heroes. Is that what you were doing? Yep. Cult heroes eleven, and you got one in, and you were like, <laughs> "Fuck!" That's what happened to me with Robin. Fred. That's literally happened I got to me one last in, week, and I just couldn't stop because I was like, "Holy shit! This this guy's crazy. He's got a crazy story." I'm telling you, dude, the cult heroes one, like. I legit, I think it has to be a deep dive on like all these guys. Yeah, because like, we, you, you we know, can't do a pop eleven. You know, like when I talk about researching pop elevens, I'm like, oh, I can do it in like an hour, two hours top. Keep it short, yeah. But yeah. for the one from last week, that shit, I no joke. I think spent about eight hours on it because wow. yeah, I came in on like a Sunday and did like three hours. Oh yeah, then you I did came in on the next on Monday the and there's nothing to do. Sorry, Richard. Then I that worked on that for like four hours. It was it was insane. All these guys are really interesting. All right, here we go. Uh, who the fuck is Bella Gutman? Mm. Um, and then, you know, obviously I'm going to tell this, but as you guys just chime in as you want, you know, it's a free for all. Bella Gutman was a, is it Gutman or Gutman? That's Gutman, right? Probably yep. Gutman. Bella it's, it's Gutman, Gutman was a Jewish Hungarian who was born in Budapest in 1899. Wow. This man's old as hell. He's probably <laughs> dead. But his parents were dance instructors. And by age 16, Bella himself became a trained dance instructor, just like his mom and dad. Dance family ran in the genes. But football became his calling. And by the early 1920s, he was helping MTK Hungary win league titles in his native homeland. In 1922, he was forced to move to Austria in order to escape the anti-Semitism that was sweeping across Hungary. Um, while in Vienna, he joined the all-Jewish club SC Hakoa Vien and played well enough to win himself a place in the Hungarian national team for the 1924 Olympic Games in Paris. So this man's going to the fucking Olympics, huh? And he mm -hmm. didn't even start playing until a few years ago. He's just dancing up until then. <laughs> <laughs> this tournament. That probably helped him. Of course. He's, they always he, say like, yeah, dan you know, dance helps athletes. It makes so. the dexterity. Well, what's, what's, samba, interesting, samba. what's interesting also is he's he's a defender. Oh. Like he's he's a dancer and also a defender. Usually I, I would assume like a dancer would, would be like a winger or a forward. Let but him yeah. dance. He, yeah. He's just like a hard man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the so softest hard wild. man you've ever seen. I feel like Maldini could probably dance, you know? Well, he, he, Italians he, are he was very elegant on the ball. Yeah, he was. Uh, this tournament, 1924 Olympic Games in Paris, would be Bella's last with the national side as he took issues with the hotel arrangements and objected to the fact that there were more officials traveling with the team than actual players. I know all about that. I feel like I've had plenty of work trips where there's a lot of clients and not a lot of workers. Uh, to show his displeasure, he would hang dead rats on the doors of the traveling officials' rooms. I just got, like, full body, just like... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you <laughs> know, I don't, you know, same, you know how I feel about the same rats. visceral reaction that he had when he read that question. <laughs> Basically, Alexi's seen me walking down the Bushwick streets. I saw, screaming. Her, I saw her kick the shit out of a rat one time. Oh no, no way. It was, you saw how Pulisic hit that it was ball. An, oh, I'm getting Peter on the phone. Right it was right an accident. The rat kicked Pita. me, basically. It oh, was, yeah. The, the rat came after you. It did. I, I literally he was, was like, asking for it. You and Peter on the phone? Peter Griffin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so he's hanging dead rats on the doors of these officials' rooms. Oh, my God. Uh, which is a, a bit wild. Uh, even during his early days of playing football, it was evident that Bella loved to be in control. 
Mm, it was his that. way or the highway. <laughs> that would be a good name for the, the, the movie about him. In 1925, the all-Jewish Hakko of Vienne won the league title in Austria and organized a 10-match preseason tour of the United States to celebrate their success. So even 100 years ago, People were still grabbing money from the preseason America tour. It's time. crazy. Did not realize that. That's crazy. That's bizarre. On May 1st, 1926, 46,000 people came out to watch them play the American Soccer League 11. I would love to know who was that, at that team. Yes. Also, that sounds like a lot of people. Yeah. That's yeah. insane for 1926. Yeah. Right? That's wild. I didn't even know there were 46,000 people back then. At the <laughs> at the polo ground. So yeah. that's down here in Brooklyn. Yeah. I think that used to, it's like Crown Heights area. Oh. The, the original polo grounds. Now there's like um, apartments there, but it's not like, it, it's not like, you know, new developments. Right. Just old apartments. Um, but if you go in the parking lot, there is a uh, home plate kind of um steel thing that they put in the ground that says like this was where the home plate for the polo grounds was. I never knew that. Yeah, mm. there's like That's a... That's very cool. It's like right by the park kind of Field trip. Park. Field we trip. should go. Uh, that was an American attendance record for a soccer match. And that well, would, there you go. There you go. That would stand unbroken until 1977. So people were like, Jews playing soccer? I gotta see this. <laughs> oh boy. It's fucking New York. Wait till you get to the next sentence. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I, I should have read ahead. Oh Fuck. my god. Um, unfortunately, at least six of the players from that team would later be killed in the Holocaust. After the tour, Gutmann and several other players from Vienna decided to stay and make a life for themselves in New York. Which is lit. Welcome. Hey, they liked it so much. It's, they're like, we're not leaving. The city so nice. The city so nice. They named it twice. Uh, he started playing for the Brooklyn Wanderers. Let's fucking go Come up, Wanderers, <laughs> and the New York Giants. What? That was a team back then. Yeah, the, the baseball team. No. Oh, it was oh, a soccer team. He played for oh. multiple soccer teams. Yeah. Damn. Oh, that was like after. It wasn't at the same time. I thought he was it was not. It was double a, dipping. It was after. <laughs> Two uh, part time so, jobs. That sounds. Yeah impossible. <laughs> Brooklyn Wanderers and the New York Giants and later formed his own team, New York Hakua, which I guess was uh, composed mostly of former SC Hakua VN players. So he took his old team and the guys who moved over with him, he was like, let's just make our team again. Uh, they were essentially a ringer team full of top level pros that went on to steamroll the opposition and lift the U.S. Open Cup in 1929, which is back then known as the National Challenge Cup. So he lifted the U.S. Open Cup in 1929, and this year it might be messy. Ooh, how wow. crazy is that? What a fucking what, how far we've come. <laughs> Bella retired from playing a couple years later at the ripe old age of 32. Uh, <laughs> right. While playing in New York, he also simultaneously taught dance. You know, makes sense. Partly owned a speakeasy. What a fucking baller. And dabbled in the stock market. Man, bye, bye, they, bye, 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 bye. Renaissance man. Sell, 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 sell. Renaissance man. This guy's got range for uh, real. He nearly lost everything in the Wall Street crash of 1929. <laughs> sell, 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 sell. <laughs> After hanging up his boots, he quickly turned to coaching and returned to Europe to take charge of several Austrian, Dutch, and Hungarian clubs. But... His promising managerial career was cut short in March of 1944 when the Nazis invaded Hungary. Bella tried hiding his non-Jewish brother-in-law's, sorry, he tried hiding in his non-Jewish brother-in-law's attic, a move that has been proven to pay off, but was caught and sent to a concentration camp near Budapest where he was profusely tortured. Um, he managed to escape from the labor camp in December 
right before he was due to be transported to Auschwitz, where a majority of his family and relatives were killed. Bro, this shit. But he escaped. It's crazy. He escaped. They should make a movie about this guy's <clears throat> fucking life. He has a book written about him, That's which wild. which I almost got um, contemplated it. I didn't. Uh, this is a sidebar, but I did not know until like literally maybe five months ago <laughs> that Anne Frank died. I thought that she hid up there the whole time and was never <laughs> caught. No. Yeah, I know. I was shocked. I mean, were you shocked too? Or you knew that? I, yeah, no, they taught us that in school. <laughs> I'm sure Jordan was shocked when he realized that like 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys, man. Come on. A couple weeks ago. I yeah. just figured if she has a book, she there. survived. I don't know. I thought she survived. She had a book. After World War II. You thought it was II, a happy ending? No, I didn't say that. I'm just, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess I actually kind of, I don't know, whatever. Point is, <laughs> after World War II ended. I can't believe you just said that like on. I've said it on Sizzle Reel. That oh, okay. was my like. That was one of my what oh, I learned what last I learned. week. You're right. It was whatever. I was. I was. I think actually I was the one to break the news. Yeah. I think we were break the news. I'm gonna put it that way. I mean, <laughs> she had to sit him down and and. I had to. No, yeah. we were at like a uh, we some were memorial. at Tree Fort, and there was a in Boise. They have a Anne Frank memorial, and we're walking around the park. Yeah. And then and I was like, how old do you think? Like, how old did she get to be or something like that? I was like, like that? Did, not that old, like I, 13 or 14. Yeah, and I didn't know. I was like, <laughs> I thought she survived. Whatever. Anyway. After World War II ended, Bella went right back into management, taking charge of over two dozen teams in 10 different countries, oftentimes leaving after only two seasons because he believed the third quote, the third season was fatal, which is a uh, kind of a so it's Jose Mourinho's uh, yeah, school yes, in a lot yep, of ways. Exactly. Um, his nomadic tendencies meant he was always on the move, looking for new and interesting projects all over the globe. In 1946, immediately after the war, he took over the Jewish-based uh, Maccabi Bucharesti in Romania. Due to food shortages at the time, he insisted that his salary be paid in vegetables. That's fucking ballin'. That's crazy, I love this guy. Dude. This... Yeah. <laughs> That's that's absolutely insane. Like you earn fucking vegetables for yeah. coaching hey, professional listen. soccer team just to stay alive because times mm. were so tough back then. That's absolutely crazy. 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 That's nuts. Um, he quickly grew disillusioned with the corruption in Romanian football and walked out on the club after a director tried to intervene in his team selections. It's, right, you said his way his, or the his highway. way or the highway. This oh. will be a common theme. He was famously sacked by AC Milan in 1953 while the team was top of the table after a string of disputes with the club board. I have this is a quote from him. I have been sacked enough even though I am neither a criminal nor a homosexual. Goodbye. Goodbye. He announced that at a <laughs> to a stunned room at a press conference. Goodbye. Goodbye. From then on he insisted that a clause be inserted in his contract, stating that he could not be fired if his team was in first place. That's a fucking solid clause. Yeah, that's that an a amazing solid clause. clause. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Did we Do maybe you, have that in the weirdest clauses when we did that episode? I don't remember. I don't think so, what? but I mean, would a team actually agree to that? Because what if you were him. like doing other wild shit? Like, what if you were just hey, out of control? Teams want to win. win. I, I mean. Wow. The only job that you have is to get the team into first place. So it kind of makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Um, in 1957, he took, he took charge of Sao Paulo FC in Brazil and helped popularize the fiercely attacking 4-2-4 formation, which Brazil would use to win the 1958 World Cup. Uh, that Pele, the Pele was on that team in 1958, I think. A young Pele. Um, but the 4 it's a favorite of mine in, uh, in Pez. So <laughs> I used my Chinese Super League team. Uh, that same year, Bella took the reins at FC Porto, 
and helped them overturn a five-point deficit to snatch the Portuguese league title from under the noses of bitter rivals Benfica. And the following season, he went and took the Benfica job. This guy's a beast. That's insane. This is dude. crazy that he's coached AC Milan, Benfica, Porto, Sao Paulo. He's been so he, that's really impressive. He coached over like tw- 24 teams, I want to say, in, in like 10 countries. He was everywhere. It's, it's crazy. Wild. His first order of business as after he joined Benfica was to sack 20 first team players and promote a host of talented youth players, one of which was Eusebio, who was their basically uh, Portuguese Pele um, legend. Legend states that a chance encounter at a barbershop with the head coach of Sao Paulo FC led to the signing of Eusebio. Uh, the Brazilian club was on tour in Portugal, and the coach told Bella of an outstanding young player he witnessed in Mozambique while they were on tour there. Gutman wasted no time and quickly flew down to snap up the youngster who would become the greatest player in Benfica's history. Under Gutman's leadership, Benfica won back-to-back league titles in 1960 and 61. On top of that, they also won back-to-back European Cups, which was equivalent to the Champions League back then, beating Barcelona 3-2 in oh. 1961 and Real Madrid <laughs> 5-3 in 1962. Ah. And that Real Madrid team might have had Puskas, right? Or uh, Carlos. Yeah. He had a hat trick in that match, and then they came from behind to overturn that and win it for the so, second year running. Puskas was a Hungarian striker from back in the day, and the main award that FIFA gives out for the best goal yeah. of the year is called the Pushkas Award. It's named after him. Oh, wow. Just so he bangers, was like yeah. that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, in uh, his young Benfica side played contagious, free-flowing attacking football. Defending was merely an afterthought. He says, I never minded if the opposition scored because I always thought that we could score another. I, I really love that. That's, that's, that's cool. It's a uh, you know, it's not it's not done enough. I feel like uh, offense wins games. But not I mean, in the modern game yeah. at all. Defense yeah. wins championships. Because, yeah. Come on, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Speaking from uh, a defender's point of view, yeah. Having already spent three seasons at Benfica, something he never does because he says the third season's when shit goes downhill. He sensed the potential to create a dynasty with this team that could dominate European football for years to come. Bella went to the club board to ask for a raise to prolong his stay and was sensationally denied by the new club president after bringing them unprecedented success. So it was kind of annoying. That prompted him to walk out on the club and abandon his greatest project. Not enough vegetables. There was not enough vegetables, man. He couldn't do it. Upon leaving the club, Bella declared, not in 100 years from now will Benfica ever be the European champions again. And uh, how far are we from that now? We're about 60 years and they haven't done it, have they? Well, uh, I guess we'll see. We get into that a little bit further along. He then traveled halfway across the globe to manage Peñarol in Uruguay after returning to Europe to finish up his managerial, managerial career in Switzerland and Greece. After his departure, Benfica went on to reach five European Cup finals, 1963 versus AC Milan, 1965 versus Inter Milan, 1968 versus Man United, 1988 versus PSV, and 1990 versus AC Milan, and they lost all of them. The Bella curse. Mm. Bella cursed them, baby. The mysticism around the, the curse. What? No, I just, this guy does, he has like a bit of magic. He's witchy. For sure. He's a absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The mysticism around the curse grew so great that before the 1990 final versus AC Milan in Vienna, a retired Eusebio visited Bella Gutman's grave and prayed for him to lift the curse. <laughs> 
to no avail. Wow. You can't lift a curse if you're dead, baby. <laughs> they also reached the UEFA Cup slash Europa League final three times in 1983 versus Anderlecht, 2013 versus Chelsea, 2014 versus Sevilla, and they faced defeat in each one. The Bella Gutman curse affected their youth teams as well. The Benfica U19 side reached the finals of the UEFA Youth League in 2014 versus Barcelona, 2017 versus R Red Bull Salzburg or RB Salzburg, I don't know, and in 2020 versus Real Madrid, and they lost each one, runners up each time. This marked a total of 11 European finals that Benfica has failed to win since what? Bella left the club. Finally. 11, man, 11's crazy. Finally That's in wild. 2022. The Benfica U19 team won the UEFA Youth League, thrashing RB Salzburg 6-0 in the final to be crowned European Youth Champions, seemingly putting an end to Bella Gutmann's long-standing curse. Winning a European final with a team of youngsters playing attacking football is the epitome of what Bella Gutmann achieved in his short time in charge at Benfica. It's only fitting that the curse was broken in such a similar manner. One can't help but feel that Bella would have been immensely proud of that achievement. Amazing. Wow. wow. So I actually don't think that they broke it, though. Like a U19 thing, that doesn't fucking count. I well, mean, he, he didn't say that. He said he said the senior team would not win yeah. any European things. Well, for that a sounds like a, like a classic curse. Like the fine print is you have to win it the way I want it oh. with a bunch of youngsters. Yeah, that's true. Around, That's the only way you can circle, come back. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. Maybe they'll keep the youngsters around. Maybe they'll promote them. Maybe they'll be winning European stuff. Uh, and when's 100 years going to be? What's that? 60? It would be 2062 or something like that? Oh, they was 2022 to 1963. That's what? Yeah. 50. No, he said 100 years. 2062. It's going to have to be 2062 when they win. Yeah, it's going to have to be 2062. We'll see what happens. Amy, what do you think of we'll, Bella Gutman? We'll keep you guys updated. I'll be long gone. <laughs> I, yeah, I really enjoyed the story. I mean... Amy's a bit of a witch herself, so mm. she likes to set a little uh, look wow. at the moon and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, I just, I mean, obviously he went through a lot of hardships in his life, you know, a lot of tragedy and sadness, but uh, he, he was... Coolest part, in my opinion. He was doing, he was doing his thing, you know? Coolest part, in my opinion, is that he escaped uh, the concentration camps. Yeah. That is like... That's like fucking that in and of yeah, itself that's, that's is wild. like such a crazy story. But right. then he also did all these other things, yeah. you know, went on to be a legend after that, too. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. That's conviction. Yeah. I just actually recently watched it. What's that Adrian Brody movie? Uh, oh, the pianist the pianist. Yeah, that was a great movie. So I got pianist vibes. Dude, pianist. I, uh, all right. I uh, <laughs> the fact that. Yeah. The fact that he got out of there was insane. And like even before that, he'd already come to America and did his thing and then decided to leave America. Like this guy, what a yeah! He did career. a lot. He traveled all over the globe, ten countries, and it's not just like all of them were like around him in Europe. No, like yeah. he, he went to Uruguay, Argentina, Brazil, and to do that back then. Yeah, I was gonna say the, this isn't it's like you know, it's not like hop one one flight, go to like, Laguardia yeah. and hop on the plane down to Sao Paulo. Yeah, unbelievable. How did you come across? Had you heard of him before, or you just happened upon his story? And I heard of the curse before, ah, but okay. I, I wasn't aware of exactly like what it was and how it came about. Sure. And, and, and so I looked him up, and I was just like. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. This is I, happening. I do agree with Alexi. Like, I don't think the curse is lifted. I don't think that counts, you yep. know? So now I'm 
I feel like I want to kind of keep an eye on this team to yeah. see if they can really ever do it. But I don't know. Like I'm, this guy has something special. Like even if he's dead, I, I think that shit lives on. He's so. got Moxie. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You got sand. Yeah, I got Moxie, kid. I just love how he he did not give a fuck. He did not take shit. Mm-hmm. Like if if it wasn't like his way, like he was just out and he would just travel like halfway across the entire <laughs> fucking world to like another Get me team. Out of here, yeah. It's, it's so incredible. What a boss. I want to meet his agent. His agent's probably a beast. Did they have agents back then? I don't know. Whatever. Um, Eric, really well done. This is a be- beautiful piece, man. Thank Bella you. Bella Gutman. Now it's a, a name that I know. Um, any final words before we go to break as the author of this piece? Uh, I think I just uh, I just had them. All right. <laughs> when we get back from the break, we're going to get into a extra special brand new surprise segment. Uh, we're testing out the name uh, Darby Debates. And so, I like that yeah, one. We'll see how it goes. Welcome back to the final segment of the show. Normally, we put the Pop 11 here, everyone's favorite. But this week, we're doing something a little bit different. This is, uh, what do we call it again? Darby Debates? Darby Debates. Darby Debates. Uh, Darby Debates is a new segment the that we Darby are debates. trying out here. Uh, it's a here's, secret segment. It's a secret segment. That we don't have any idea about. So... In Darby Debates, here's how it works. Me and Amy are playing the roles of moderators, and the two debaters are Eric, producer Eric, and producer Jordan. Uh, There will be five rounds. It will be scored like a boxing match. Amy and I will be listening to your arguments, and Amy and I will have a couple follow-up questions if we want, whatever. We'll be taking our own notes, and at the end, we'll present our scorecards. Whoever gets the highest score wins. The way this works, we picked five Darbys. One of you will say that we'll say the name of the Darby and one of you will go first and you will pick the team that you think you want to defend. Who's the cooler, better team, whatever in the Darby, who's the the more accomplished team, the better team, however you want to define it. You pick them and you make your argument as to why this is the better team in the Darby. The other person is stuck with the other team and they have to make their argument for why that team is better. So. Well, and lucky I'm, for you, you got a couple of master debaters here. I so. know. You got the, we got the master debaters around the table. All right. Well, I'm going to flip this coin. The head is heads. The uh, bird is tails. Uh, I'll, let, I'll let producer Jordan call it. Um, I'm flipping it right now. Call it heads or tails in the air. Tails. It is tails. Do you want to uh, go first or do you want to go second? I'll go first. Okay. And then, then we'll alternate round to round. Yeah, okay. Okay. So you're going first. Uh, Amy, why don't you uh, kick them off with this uh, this first one up here? That sure. So up first, we have the New York Red Bulls Oof. versus NYCFC. Oh, the boy. Hudson River Derby. The Hudson River Derby, our very own. So, yeah, feel free to pick one of these teams and argue on their behalf what makes them better and um, why they're... You know, you can you can do it any way you want. You can talk about how big the club is, how many trophies they've won. You can talk about their fan bases. You can talk about their kits. You can talk about their history. You can you can talk about literally anything you want. Um, who's played for them, stuff like that. So, Jordan, which side of the Hudson River Derby are you gonna take? I'm gonna have to go with NYCFC. All right. So, why do you think <clears throat> NYCFC are the better side? So for me, really, is the fact that they are under the umbrella of the Etihad Football Group. Interesting. Wow. What a wild I was not way expecting. to start that one. So, 
uh, what, are the, what are they called? A subsidiary, a subsidiary of the Abu Dhabi United Group. So essentially what that means is they have a bottomless pit of oil money for them to dig into to put squads together. And so... And you like that. Super interesting way to look at this, okay? Yeah. I mean, so... <laughs> For me, a they're a, they're a team from Queens. I was born in Jamaica, Queens, so that they are de facto home team for me. Quick aside: Is it true that the most languages anywhere in the world are spoken in Jamaica, Queens? I've been told that. I I That's don't I know the vid- validity like, of that. But I like to you know but spread it is, that fact around. Well, what's really like, funny, as a Jamaica native, it, it is it, it is a big. It's a landing point for a lot of people. It, sure. who, so. Literal landing points, the airport there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, also, does that include the airport? Anyway, this is very off topic. Sorry. We can get back to it. <laughs> Why do you see they're from Queens? Are they from City. Queens? They play in the Bronx. They play in the Bronx, but they're, aren't they? Well, they're moving to, yeah. Queens, moving to Queens. So they will be. Yeah. Okay. And they play in the Bronx because that's the only other place to put a sports team okay. in New York City. So, but um, yeah, um, I, I like them since their inception. They, you know, they had a uh, couple players. I know players, pr- producer okay. Eric knows Meeks Disque Rude. Meeks. Oh, yeah. They had um they had uh Pat Vieira as a head coach. <laughs> if you're on like a first half of first name basis with him, Pat. Yeah. Pat Vieira. <laughs> Pat and I go Patrick. way back. Patrick. Pat Pat for, and I go way back. Uninitiated. Okay. Yes. Um But um yeah, I mean I I was never the biggest New York Red Bulls fan anyways. Mm-hmm. I, I always gravit- gravitated you got, you got 15 to, seconds just soon. gravitated towards teams like um I didn't uh, realize we were on a timer. Yeah, we decided to give it a timer so we can make this flow. <laughs> okay, now that I know no, but you're gonna well, get no, a, no, you're, you're no, gonna no, get a specified in the figure it out on the fly. <laughs> oh, it's boxing, right? You, you, Isn't yeah, there ding yeah, ding ding? Yeah, it's rounds and yeah, and you oh, just okay. wasted just fifteen seconds. So that's, uh, a, that's, that's perfect. A, that already reflects poorly on you. <laughs> Please take your fifteen seconds back. You have them for uh, your fifteen seconds. Your final big picture. Thing. Okay, let me see if I can find a, a cool little fact here in about ten seconds. Well, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a rebuttal for him. You each are gonna have a rebuttal. That's how debates work. So, just kind of okay. your big picture statement on why NYCFC are better. So, they're better because I don't know. The kit looks cooler than the Red Bull kit. <laughs> okay, I really God, the Red I already Bull have kit. this in really the bag. super <laughs> super weak ending point there. All right, uh, Eric, you have two minutes starting now. All right, NYCFC, plastic fans, oil money, ruining whoa, the game. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sir, you had your speak. 15 let seconds. Let him speak, let him speak. Um, they don't even have a real stadium. How How is this even a debate? It uh, isn't, it isn't. Can you stop interrupting him, please? This is reflecting poorly on you. Wrong. He, he's just trying to take my, my, my time. Okay. So anyways, uh, the Metro Stars have a long history in the MLS. I was I was actually a Metro <laughs> Stars fan way back when. We had so many good players. Um. On Henri came and played, although at the time it was uh, the Red Bulls. They're taken over by a energy drink conglomerate, <laughs> which which isn't a lot better, but it's it's an improvement over all the oil money that's ruining the game, that's perpetuating the is world it sport. It is. It is. Okay. Um. So. And I think uh, I I, ha- I kind of was looking at the timer. I think is that was that two minutes? Or was that one? I didn't look at the minutes. I just looked at the seconds. Oh, I think he still has like. Yeah, give you thirty more seconds. seconds. Give you thirty more seconds if you oh. have anything else to say, or if you, or you can. What do they call? Seed your time? Is that what they say? Or you just yeah forfeit um, your time? No, we we just had we have a longer history in the game, and we had way better players playing for us. We had Rafa Marquez on Henri, Clint Mathis. We had coaches like Bob Bradley. Um, 
yeah i think that's that's pretty much it i got i got the gist of it all right um wait, wait hold on also one papa angel i remember when he came over mm-hmm. um from from england he was like uh essentially in the reserves at austin villa he came over and just smashed it in the mls like took the league by storm okay and everyone wanted, wanted his kit okay um jordan you are gonna have um let's go 30 second rebuttal yeah okay 30 um, seconds 30 second rebuttal starting now yeah so i mean he came out swinging you know just <laughs> attacking my team D- didn't even start out with red bulls just came came from my throat but yeah i mean it's easier to pick the team with the longer history and and you know kiss their asses but i do like an underdog story so watching a new team so we come into the league <laughs> and uh won the mls cup in 2021 so finally, I was wondering how long it would take you to get to that one. <laughs> All right. Is that it? Your 30 seconds are up. That was your closing argument. Eric, 30 seconds, closing argument. Um. Oh, God. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. You can respond. To I said everything said. already. Uh, You're that confident. I'm pretty confident in, in my first part. All right. He's so confident he doesn't need a closing argument. Um. Thank you guys for doing that. Uh, we can uh, on our own calculate our scores, sure. and uh, then we'll we'll keep that between us. We'll add them up at the end. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's because it's like boxing. It's whoever gets the most. All right. Wow. Moving on, Eric. You now get to pick first because he went. So in our next matchup, our next derby, we got the North London derby, Arsenal oh my versus God. Tottenham. So Eric. You know, take a couple seconds to look stuff up, and you're going to be able to pick if you want to defend Arsenal or defend Tottenham as the better team. I wish everyone could see Eric's face right now. Don't you do it. And uh, I'll kill you. Then the team that you pick is yours, and the team that. Jordan is stuck defending the other one, so I, I think you know. You. So uh, I will kill you. Leading a little bit. <laughs> if, if you guys, if you guys don't know already, Jordan is an Arsenal fan, so obviously I'm going to choose Arsenal <laughs> and, oh, and make him defend the old enemy, Tottenham <gasps> Hotspurs. All right, here you go. Two minutes starting now. God. All right. So to start things off, Tottenham are absolute shite. They haven't haven't won a trophy in like ages now. That's why Harry Kane had to jump ship just to get out of there. Um, they've had so many great gaffers try to do anything there that just have come up short. Who's time, who, 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 time who, and time who, again? Who has been there in terms of managers? Mauricio Pochettino. They had Jose Mourinho, who's like one of the best gaffers like ever he couldn't do anything there okay even with harry kane human son who are i think top class players uh they just they can't they can't get it done okay. no, no matter what arsenal have also a long history a long winning history invincibles they had tons of great players uh too too many to to even list right now, Henri again was was an icon there. Pat Vieira, who Jordan loves. <laughs> Pat, good old Pat. <laughs> good old Pat played patches over and, and was a beast. Okay, ten um, seconds. Arsene Wenger, who you want in charge of Portland <laughs> Timbers, legend there. So I mean, I don't, I don't even need to say more. Like that, that's an easy one in the bag. And okay, I can't wait to to hear what Jordy has to say about Hotspurs. Oh, All right. God. Interesting start. Okay, Jordan, um, whenever you're ready, you've got two minutes. And then starting in the next round, we're going to give you guys the, one minute. The stress on Jordan's face right You guys now. want me to say nice stuff about Tottenham Hotspur? Okay. <laughs> well, when's, when's the last time that they won a trophy, Jordy? Yeah, let's, well, let's start always there. the bridesmaid, never the bride, Tottenham Hotspur. But 
Last time they won a league. <laughs> You're gonna have to go way back. <laughs> 1961. Woo! 1961 was the last time they won a league. 1991 was the last time they won an FA Cup. European Cup winners in '63. Your, your job I kind is of feel like you got to get a little more creative. Yeah, your job is to defend the team. You got to make us. Yeah, it's like you you're convincing convince us, us why Tottenham are better. So you know, How? if they don't have <laughs> <laughs> if they don't have like wins going for them, they've got to have something. That's like, not my fault. I don't know. Do we like I don't their name? How do we team. feel about yeah. their kids? Like Min Sung. Min Sung is nice. How's their, how's their, how's their stadium? Cockerel on the ball. Their stadium's cool. They have they have NFL games at the stadium, which is. Say, think what you want about that. Uh, Harry Kane's gone. You guys had Harry Winks at one point. Absolute Harry Winks. Yeah, he was there. Oliver Skip. He's looking nice. <laughs> he's he's doing like the thing that uh, Eminem did in Eight Mile, where like you say all the bad shit about yourself, so they can't attack you anymore. Like yeah. now, what are you gonna say? I said it all. So Jordan, you have you know about a minute left, <laughs> unless you want to cede your time. It seems like you're not really. Yeah, I mean they're all right. They'll they'll finish above Chelsea for sure. Chelsea <laughs> suck ass. So. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Okay, all right. And yeah, that's about it. So nothing good to say at all. Uh, they'll beat Chelsea in the league. Okay, all right. You have Eric. You have a rebuttal for 30 seconds. Um, if you want it, if you need it. Um, actually, keep in mind the scores I, are the scores are cumulative, so you might want you know you gotta do I'm, something. I mean, I I don't need a rebuttal, but I I will comment on ownership and just I just want to say that the Tottenham Hotspur's owner is terrible he refuses to invest heavily into the squad to upgrade the team and it's it's been constant like i remember jose was complaining they need new players he would never get the money because at that point he invested in a huge arena that he just wanted to host nfl matches in which is a joke for a for a club like like that of of its uh fucking size so arsenal have it in the bag in terms of players Ownership, mm -hmm. stadium, everything, history. Okay. All right, you're over time. You're, you only had 30 seconds, and we gave you quite a bit. So the more you disrespect the moderators, the the lower your score is going to go. Perfect, Jordan. Uh, that was not a rule that I was aware of. Jordan, you've got 30 seconds uh, for your final statement, um, final rebuttal, whatever you want to call it. But I would recommend maybe trying to say some nice things to get some points. Yeah, I I, I had to scroll down quite far to find something <laughs> nice about Tottenham. But so in March of 2007, the club announced a partnership with the charity SOS Children's Village UK. Oh, no. whereby players' fines would go towards the charity's Children's Village in Rustburg, South Africa, to support a variety of community development projects in and around Rustenburg, which I think is pretty awesome. So wow. when the players get out of pocket, the fines go towards helping children. Okay. Love that. Okay. Love that for Spurs. There you go. Learn something nice. All right. We're two rounds in. Going to round number three. Um, Amy, you can pick out of the three remaining derbies we have here. And Jordan, you get to go first on this one. Okay. Let's see. Let's do uh, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. Ooh. All right. So, uh, Jordan, take, uh, take some time to pull up whatever you might want uh, while we vamp here. Again, Barcelona versus Real Madrid. El Clasico. Uh, oh, this is going to be a good one. I know that our, I think Jordan actually has an allegiance in this battle as well. So this might make it a bit of a redemption story for him. What going back to the previous one, yes. Arsenal versus Spurs. What's that derby called? North N London. North London. North London. Yeah, I'll tell you something about that. Arsenal. I, I'm an Arsenal supporter there, but 
Arsenal technically started in South London and then they moved across the river. So Spurs have actually been in North London longer. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to point that out. Wow. Um, all right, Jordan, uh, whenever you're ready, one minute starting whenever you're ready. Yeah. So um, Barcelona, a um, little backstory about them. When I actually met producer Eric, um, he got me into soccer and uh, I got him into skateboarding. But the first team I fell in love with was Barcelona saw Ronaldinho play that kind of you know lit up my little young brain and when I saw how much fun you could have while playing the game that's kind of when I fell in love with it so I've been following Barca for a long time um and obviously the the rival the rivalry between um Barca and Madrid is probably known as the fiercest rivalry in the nation um because you know you have the Catalans versus basically the more traditional Spaniards. Mm-hmm. And this is something that it's, it's basically a political rivalry at this point. There's interesting. Ah, interesting. There's been a lot of, you know, public outcry in Spain about players like PK, who's had, you know, an allegiance with with the Catalan side of Spain and stuff yeah. like that. So this is something that isn't just rooted in the game. It's rooted deeply into the politics of the country. So, you know, well, I why thought, should we side with the Catalan side? Um, because they're just better. They're I mean, just better. Okay. So, <laughs> so I mean, about fifteen seconds. Yeah. So I mean, the the Catalans were were kind of more of a you know um, the people will say like a lot more of the culture of Spain is is when you look at kind of the way you have South America versus. Espana, mm-hmm. the cultures differ immensely, and that's kind of what goes on in Spain between the Catalans and the Spanish. So interesting, interesting. Um, okay, that's a great argument. I like how you started with the heartwarming anecdote. I thought that was very nice. There's a lot of tension in this debate, so it's nice <laughs> that you can bridge the gap a little bit. Uh, Producer Eric, whenever you're ready, you got 60 to 90 seconds. Real Madrid. All right, where to start? So probably one of the best clubs historically the world has ever seen. I'm pretty sure I I'm not 100 percent on this, but I'm pretty sure they won the most Champions Leagues out of anyone else. Like they always win Champions League throughout history. They're always in it. Um, And that is also why like everyone always wants to go to Real Madrid. They're one of the richest teams in the world. They have one of the uh, um, Hmm. the most wingiest histories in world. So they're winners and they have money. And yeah, that is why they always attract the top top talent from across the world. And how do you respond to his political threats? <laughs> I mean, I I don't want to talk talk politics when we're talking sport. I'm I'm not wow. about that life. Wow. Um, uh, Amy, you got any any question? Uh. No. No. Doesn't seem like it. All right. Do you have anything else? Uh, you still have a, maybe ten seconds, fifteen, if you want. Uh, maybe 10 good. seconds. We had Zidane as coach who won three Champions Leagues in there a row. Wow. That, that's already, that's a mic drop. Wow, mic drop moment. All right, Jordan, you have um, 30 seconds for a rebuttal whenever you are ready to start. Yeah, I mean, like Zidane as head coach, you could literally put, uh, you know, a monkey with symbols as coach of Real Madrid and they'll probably still win a bunch of stuff Personal because attacks. that team's got so much money that... I don't think it would matter, but hey, we had Pep Guardiola and we won a treble, so... Mm, Pep Guardiola, yeah, legend. You can do about that. I mean, maybe you had some other players that you can name to, to convince Amy. Leo Messi. Yeah. Is that... Th- yeah, does that even have to be said? Well, I'm... <laughs> she knows. But also, I'm not like a... You know, I'm not... 
I'm not like a, a messy stan. I right. Just... Yeah. You had Messi. You had, you know, you had the MSN. Suarez, Messi, and Neymar. Invented a whole style of play. Yeah. Tiki Taka. The Tiki Taka. Trying to help them. Trying to help you out here. Interesting. <laughs> we had the the BBC. Or, sir, you're, you, you <laughs> give it a second. You used to love. Yeah, I know you love the BBC. You, you keep your BBC. All right. That's that your closing statement? Yeah. Okay. Aris loves BBC. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <sighs> Rebuttal. Um... I don't, I don't even know where to start. Um, you should address some of his comments, you know? Yeah, why don't you tell us about what the What did BBC? he say? I wasn't even listening. He, he personally we attacked had Ronaldo. you. He had Messi. We had Ronaldo. It was, it was a big deal. They always went at it. It was always like a two-horse race to see who would score the most goals. And usually, I think it was Ronaldo who, who came up on, out on top. Uh, Messi's mm. got seven Ballon d'Ors. Count them. Hmm. That's a that's an interesting where's, place to end where's that. Where's Messi now? <laughs> <laughs> where's Ronaldo? Oh yeah, we Wait, you know at now. the top of the show. I don't. Uh, the Campbell things aren't is, going that well for Ronaldo. Another mic drop moment, guys. <clears throat> chill. This started on such a heartwarming note mm-hmm. when you gave the anecdote about how you guys met, and now what cups does Ronaldo have? All right, this round. I, I, I call how this far round is, over. is Barcelona? Guys, <laughs> guys, break it up. Break it up. We've got two more left. All right, I'll eat your tits. Um, I am going to pick for the next one. Um, Eric, you're going to get to pick first on this. Uh, I'm gonna, let's go with Milan. Inter Milan versus AC Milan. Uh, you get to pick whichever one you think is better and make an argument for against. And, and I'll just make a comment. Yes. I'm not hearing enough about like I'm not hearing enough creativity. I yeah. want to know about the aesthetics. I want to exactly. know about like the environment. I want to know, you know. What are their kits like? Yeah. What are their fans I like? I love the what NYCFC like, kit. What is it like being in the stadium? Yeah. You like know? What's the energy? What's the passion? Yeah. You know, because because right now you guys are way too inside baseball. You're telling me all about the players. I'm like, who are I don't know these people. To be fair, we did spring it on you. Like maybe yeah. next time what we'll do is we'll roll dice and that will determine who has to argue for what team and you can actually do research. But that is not today. That day is not today. So now you <laughs> need to get creative. To prepare. This is now, on the fly. You got to get creative, baby. Uh, I mean, AC you're Milan, doing great. Inter Milan. Those are your choices. You're Eric, who great, would sweetie. you like to defend? AC Milan. Okay. Um, AC Milan. The classic uh, red and black striped kit of AC Milan, Amy. That they've got a beautiful kit, <laughs> such a beautiful arena with, with crazy atmosphere. Everyone goes nuts for them. But yes, and they have a what's their arena? Uh, I think they actually have one arena that Inter Milan and AC Milan play in. Hmm. They so. share. Giuseppe Miazza. That is interesting. How does that work? It's a San Siro, I think. A San Siro. I have no idea. I'm not on stage right now. But either way, so you like <laughs> um, you like their kits and you like their stadium. Yes, and pr- <laughs> primarily what what I love about them was pretty much all the players that they've had in the in the past. They have uh, a long history of playing really well in the Champions League as well. Who are some of the players they had? had? Andriy Shevchenko, who was one of, one of the top strikers in the world during his prime, who was also Ukrainian, mm-hmm. who, which was incredible to see at the time because we don't have enough Ukrainians in world football who are actually like world-class players. So he was one of the, the only ones who actually achieved the heights that uh, a world-class player uh, achieves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, we we had legends. We had Andrea Pirlo. We had Maldini, uh, Alessandro Nesta. 
Okay. Uh, tons more. All right, so yeah. lots of players, good kits, and a great stadium. And most importantly, Shevchenko. That's that's what I came away with there. Primarily a Shevchenko, yes. Uh, Jordan, you have 60 to 90 seconds starting now. Okay, so Inter Milan, um, like producer Eric said, share a stadium with AC Milan. It is the Giuseppe Mietta, also known as the San Siro. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, the colors are great. They're black, white, and blue. You'd love it. You're going to love it. It's great. <laughs> Their sponsor has always historically been Pirelli, although yes. they've had some sponsor problems lately. Yes. Mm. And what I like about Inter, actually, is that they were um, considered the the team of the middle class in Milan. Um, Interesting. I didn't know that. Moderately, you know, left-leaning. So oh. it was it was very much a uh, very unaware of that. All good points. <laughs> I know my audience. Um, <laughs> You're learning after yeah. uh, three a rounds. Rocky on the fourth, start. On the fourth a rocky round. start. <laughs> took, took some time to get my legs underneath me, but so um, <clears throat> and so Inter have actually won 35 domestic titles. Um, wow! And they've they've won uh, Serie A 19 times, Coppa Italia nine times, and the Super uh, Coppa Italia seven times. Have the, I mean Eric had a lot of points about the players at AC Milan. Have, has Inter had any good players? Yeah, I've had um, uh, the, the one I know the best is Javier Zanetti. But they, um, I know Inter Milan because I was in college when Jose Mourinho took over. And when uh, Jose Mourinho took over, Inter were absolute world beaters. So, And he was almost the architect of their early style of play, ten, which was almost like seconds, a negative seconds. negative football. So is the opposite of the tiki-taka, which I love so much. Interesting. All right, uh, Eric, you have 30 seconds for rebuttal. Um, AC Milan are the most successful Italian club in history. Wow. So that's a one-up already. How? How? <laughs> on, on Jordi. How? how, how uh, what makes you say they're the most successful? 18 Just, trophies, including... Didn't, uh, they have, didn't they have 19? Five. No, th- this is internationally in Europe, not not oh, like all together. Yeah. This, is, this is only international, not, not just in Italy. Interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they've won everything multiple times. Club World Cup, Intercontinental Cup, UEFA Cup, Champions League, mm-hmm. you name it. They won it. UEFA Super Cup. They've won everything multiple times. 18 trophies in total. Intercontinental European competition. Okay, okay. You have five seconds. Oh, that's it. I'm done. All right. Uh, his rebuttal seemed to state that there were a lot more trophies won. How do you respond? And this is your closing argument. 30 seconds. I got one statement. Inter have never been relegated from the top flight of Italian football in their entire existence. Wow. It is the sole club to have competed in Serie A and its predecessors in every season since its debut in 1909. Consistency. That's what it seems like, right? Yeah. Interesting. Um, any other further statements, final statements? Um, oh, yeah. I didn't. I forgot to tack this on in the first half, but when um, Mourinho was there, uh, they won the they won the treble. Oh, that's that's so big. You, you keep your trophies. That's big. I keep our treble. All right. Um, that is the end of round number four. I want no trouble. Honestly, uh, Amy, I, I hope you're I, I'm having trouble scoring because this yeah. was that one was the best round so far. Yes. You yeah. guys have gotten the flow of it. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. And we're ending on a, on a really big one. Amy, I'm going to let you introduce this one. And who gets to pick first? Jordan, uh, this Jordan, is right? going to be Jordan. Yeah. Jordan's pick. So this is Man United versus Man City. Jordan, you get to pick one of those clubs. You can, again, defend it, uh, to talk about why it's bigger, why it's better. 
and uh, you know we'll listen and Eric is going to be defending the uh, opposing club so I'm going to keep it consistent I'm going to go with Man City on this one I know he loves the history of the clubs so Okay, um, Jordan. Whenever you're ready, um, if you need a couple seconds, let me know. But it can be like thirty seconds. Yeah, right? um, we can vamp. Amy, how have you been finding it so far with this judgment? Um, it's interesting. I mean, I'm I'm having a little bit of trouble, you know, coming up with my scores. I do mm. agree. The last round was the best. I think you guys are getting in a nice flow, so I'm yeah. excited about the next one. Um, I mean, for me, between me and you, I think when Jordan Jordan really fucking tanked his chances with that Spurs thing, he could have defended them and he didn't. And that was a fucking mess of a showing from him in the round. Two. If I lose, that's the hill I'm willing to die. Yeah, on. that was well, well, really, for me, that was an interesting round, too, because I feel like I feel like both of y'all were just like shit talking Spurs. The Spurs. It, it no. got pretty Spurs, personal. I'm okay with Spurs, that. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, even on Eric's side, I like, I didn't hear a lot of defense of Arsenal. It's true. It, it was, was a, more it was of more, just like. I know. I, I scored that so. one a certain way for that as Same. well. Same. Oh, um, man. All right. Moving on to the final round, round number five, Jordan defending Man City, Eric defending Man United. Jordan, you have 60 to 90 seconds to make your opening argument. Okay, so Manchester City, um, founded in 1880, 143 years ago. That is just absolutely insane. I mean, 100 100 years of anything is crazy, but football club being around 143 years, I find that to just be absolutely wild. Um, They won their first League Cup back in 1936. Wow. So, and obviously we know the most recent one being, being last season. Um, and based on the trophy count, Manchester City are the most successful team in England. Wow. Yeah. Is that wow. true? Yeah. So their 33 major domestic and European honors ranked them fifth on the list of most decorated side in England ahead of Tottenham. <laughs> Jeez <laughs> With 26 and slightly behind Chelsea with 34. So very, wait, very wait, interesting. Re- repeat that one more time. So they have 33 major domestic and European honors ranking them fifth on the list of most decorated sides in England but based on only fifth please you you're gonna have a chance I I just just wanna get you're gonna gonna have a chance to to answer whenever you wanna answer Jordan do you have any final things you wanna say before your time is up uh no, I'll get him in the rebuttal. I'll, I'll, I'll get him in the rebuttal. <laughs> okay. I'll come back for him. All right. Jordan Mason said they're old and they've won a lot of shit a long time ago. Uh, and <laughs> yes. maybe now, too. Uh, Eric, Man United. Uh, Manchester United, one of the most storied clubs in England, one of the most successful. They hold the record for the most Premier League titles with 13. Um, wow. They have won 12 FA Cups, six League Cups, 21 Community Shields throughout their history. Community Shield to w- me doesn't mean shit. Uh, it it kind of does. It's a, it's a trophy. I don't even know what but that is. It's where like the won, t- two best teams from the previous year play each other. So, like, oh, so it's you have kind a 50-50 like, chance to win it. Yeah. Uh, okay, got it. It's, it's a cup winner and a league winner. Yeah, yeah but I'm just yeah, trying to support um, All right, so let's... Let's head on into Europe. They've got three Champions League. They've got one Euro- European Cup Winners' Cup, one U- UEFA Europa League trophy, mm-hmm. one European Super Cup, one Intercontinental Cup, and one FIFA Club World Cup. And a list of players, the list of legendary players just goes on and on and on. We have... Uh, you have 10 seconds. Nemanja Vidic, uh, uh, Skolzi, of course, Wayne Rooney. I know you, you guys love the Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Ruben Nistroy, um, 
Yeah. Rio Ferdinand. Okay. All right. Anything else to, to add? Or are you done? I think I'm done. Okay, you're done. Uh, rebuttal time. Jordan, you got uh, 30 seconds to rebut. Um, Whenever you're ready. Let's see here. I just had it. Hmm, he just had it. I just, he just had it. He lost it. Yeah. And it's gone. <laughs> oh, uh, a treble. How many trebles does United have? No, they got one under Sir Alex, but uh, he's not supposed to respond. This is a you're monologuing. Okay, so. well, That's, I um, like the I like the rhetorical question. <laughs> they, so I mean, they've won the top flight nine times, um, seven FA Cups, mm-hmm. um, eight EFL Cups when they were down in the lower leagues. It's only six Community Shields, unfortunately, but um, Champions League winners last season. That was their first ever Champions League, mm-hmm. so they they were able to break the curses of noisy neighbors. Interesting. Um, yeah, I love it. You know, that's a, that's all for your rebuttal. You that's don't have anything yeah. else. You guys just focusing on trophies and you could have talked about <coughs> club culture. You didn't do it. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Eric. You got you got 30 seconds. This one was a dud. This this particular round so far is because all you guys are doing is saying numbers at us. Like, tell us, you know, we could have learned about how Man City is a working class team. They got the real supporters. That, how, you know, how are Man City a working class team when, not, when they're owned by Qatar? Bro. Yeah, but how much of their 143 years of history have they been owned by Qatar? I don't know. These are just questions that I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't he didn't do a good job. I'm just saying what could have happened. You guys want a detailed you got history th- you got, on the fly of, of all these random teams? Come you got, on, I just I just want passion. You got 30 seconds really to passionate. defend Man United. I have no passion for, for <laughs> Manchester clubs. 30 seconds. Um, we had one of the best managers ever. We had Sir Alex Ferguson, who who took charge of one thousand five hundred matches more than any other manager. Wow! So he he had a long history for the club. He he won pretty much everything. Um, he uh was responsible for training a lot of world class legendary players. Um, that's is that it. That's pretty much. We had Ronaldo. We had Beckham. There he goes. There, there, there it goes, goes. And there it went. Seems like Man United are a cult of personality, and Man City have oil money and some uh, working class geezers. Yeah, and and, and they're just ruining the world football game. All right, so that's it. Um, five rounds down. It was a knock them out, drag them out type fight. So let's go uh, round by round, Amy. Um, we'll start with round one, NYCFC versus Red Bulls. How did you score this round? Uh, I, I don't know how I did with the scores. I'm just going to preface that. Okay. Like this, this was, this was a challenge. Um, I think we'll all get better yeah. next time. So Red Bulls versus NYCFC. I have Eric nine, Jordan eight. I have Eric 10, Jordan eight. I think Eric, Eric really when he came out swinging with plastic fans, did, oil money, did, all that, did. I loved it. Um, Jordan tried really hard. I think it's weird because Jordan had a chance to take Red yeah. Bulls, but he picked NYCFC. It was very interesting. So I got 10 I enjoy a challenge. That. All right. Next round, we have Arsenal Spurs. Oh, God. Okay. This one, I have Eric 8, Jordan 7. I think low scores just because overall, I wasn't that impressed with the, with the debate, you know? Mm-hmm. It was... It was very clear that you both hate Spurs, and Hell there wasn't yeah. much to say. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there. I, I wasn't. Uh, 
Very. It was mid. It was mid. I I have that one scored nine eight to Eric. I was actually going to give him a ten because um you know I'm a little wow you're very generous with your with your score. I gave him a nine because he disrespected the moderators on that one. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Next round. He didn't say anything nice about Gunners. Barca. You're a Gunners fan. Barca and Real. Um. Okay. This is where I was like, all right. This is getting a little bit better. I I have you both at nine. I have a nine nine. It wasn't wasn't perfect, but I liked that the arguments were getting a little more in depth. You were, you know, touching on like the politics and kind of more behind just the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I also but I also think that you you defended your side just as well. I scored that one nine eight in favor of Jordan because okay. I liked how he gave a heartwarming anecdote about how they met. I that thought was that good. was that was cute, and um, I thought that uh, Eric just started leaning on the the trophy thing a lot. He's a lot of numbers from this guy. <laughs> um, moving on, round number four: AC Milan versus Inter. Uh, this was definitely the best round. This was the best round. Incredible round. Uh, I might clip this out for TikTok because it was such a good round. 10 and 10. I couldn't. Yeah. Wow. I really couldn't. Mm. I couldn't decide. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I thought you both made great arguments. Good points. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. You, I, just, you just loved how we talked about the kits. Honestly. That's true. <laughs> I, no, no. It was it was a little deeper it was, than that. It was the but, best one. That was the yeah. best one by far. Um, I actually scored this one. I thought this was kind of a, a big advantage to Jordan on this one. 10-8. I think Eric, again, leaned just wow. too much on trying to talk about... He spent so much time talking about Shevchenko. It's like, we know he played there. Like, you gotta you gotta give us a little Amy taste of each Amy did not know that, alright. <laughs> to be fair. You gotta, <laughs> give, us, you gotta give us a taste of each thing, though. Just Whereas Jordan talked about the left-wing roots of Inter, which I didn't know. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Um, and they're apparently the most successful club or something like that. So... 10 to 8 for me and Jordan on that one. And then the final round, uh, Amy, how'd you score that one? Um, I got Eric 8, Jordan 9. I got Eric 8, Jordan 7. I thought oh. that Jordan mm. um, just kind of capitulated. He fell apart there at the end. <laughs> the wheels were kind of coming off at yeah, the, the end. Wheels the definitely came ran off. out of steam. A lot, a lot of ums and a lot of uh, whole nothingness being said there. So let me tally up my scores over here. You tally up your scores over there. Okay. And uh, we will see. How did you guys feel about the debates? Uh, that was tough. Yeah, it's tough to do on the fly. You you guys wanted a lot of information from us on the fly that we were not prepared to give. So I, I I'm I always better with with numbers and statistics. I'm I don't do as well with like the feel good politics. You know and what stuff, I think so. could be really fun. I think if ahead of time. Um, I think what needs to happen is ahead of time we roll some dice and that determines who has to argue for what side. And then well, they also can I, I kind of think, yeah, I think if you have a chance to research and we really do like a proper debate where you've you've got to like write write out a few things. Yeah. Um, you know, I would ex- I would I would hold you to much higher standards if we did that. But. <sighs> wow, I, fi- I finished tallying my scores up, Same. and it is a close one. Same, it is a close one. Same, guys. What before we tell them? How do you think you did, and who do you think has won? Oh, I think he won because <laughs> wow, because I I dumped on t- on on hot spurs. Okay, I think. There is no winner. I'm just happy to be a part of the oh show. Oh my god! What a great political answer. <laughs> the scores have already been added. For the, for the very non-political guy. Up. All right. Um, me, I have scored it. Yep. After five rounds, uh, Jordan, forty-two out of a possible fifty. Eric, forty. 
three out of a possible <laughs> 50. Eric took it by one point for me on, on my scorecard. Amy? Uh, out of 50, I have Jordan at 43. So 43. No, Eric got 43 yeah. for you. Uh, and Eric, I have you out of 50 at 44. At 44, wow. so Eric wins wow. each card by Just one by point. Just by one point. Oh it, was, my God. it was very close. This is this is the champion. <laughs> Eric is the first ever Darby, what do you call it? Darby, Darby debate. debate. Darby debate champion. I call match fixing. Lifting the cup. Wow, <laughs> lifting the, the coffee cup. Um, that's a good one, guys. We'll we'll actually do, like you said, a more a real more real debate at yeah. some point. I think what we should do is... I'm happy to jump on one of these on-the-fly ones. Mm-hmm. I like bullshitting on the fly. I just think if we know the team, not even we have to pick one, but if we just know what the teams are ahead of time you get a, you oh get a maybe bit. sure yeah. Okay. yeah cool that's it yeah it's settled thanks maybe for being next such month. good sports about next it. month we'll oh, i'm pick. gonna kill him <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh eric's record is one and oh that's all i'm saying i'm right. defeated uh, baby oh, let's move God. on uh next week's picks jordan you want to read these and we'll go through them really really quick and then we get the fuck out of here because we right. went very long on accident let's take a peek here all right next week's picks first matchup is <laughs> red bulls versus Messi. <laughs> i gotta draw Okay, I just want to say, I know that, you know, I can't elaborate, but I think the results of this match heavily depends on whether the fact Messi is going to play. Obviously, you could say that with any match Mm -hmm. because you never know. Um, I initially had the Red Bulls winning, but I think if Messi plays, I think Miami's going to win. So So I went with Miami. Okay, I got to draw. This is my lock. I've, wow. I've, got, I've got a Red Bulls 2-1. Wild. <laughs> Let's fucking go. This guy's got a traumatic the brain unpre- injury. The most unpredictable game. Yeah. got the lock. I love it. All right, next matchup, Charlotte versus LAFC. I got the home team on this one. I got Charlotte. It's you know, interesting, it's interesting. A very pick. interesting pick. LAFC are just so, so good. I got LAFC. Yeah. LAFC are going to be too strong for Charlotte. We'll see about that. Hmm. <laughs> next up, we have Cincinnati versus NYCFC. I got Cincy on this one. That's my lock, Cincy 2-0. Oh. Across the board, I also have Cincy. Got Cincy all day. Okay. All right. Atlanta versus Nashville. Uh, I got Nashville. I think Nashville is a better team, but I got a draw. Yeah. I got Atlanta. Interesting. Ooh. Even Stevens. Orlando City versus St. Louis City. This is my lock. I have St. Louis City winning 3-1. I know they are the away team, but I think they can I think they can do it. I initially put Orlando cuz I was like it'll be hot in Orlando and then I looked up the temperature in St. Louis and right now it's 101 degrees in oh St. Louis. Yeah, and I was like hot. never mind they're used to it. St. Louis. I got St. Louis. St. Louis across the board. Yep. St. Louis on a steamy night in Missouri. All right, DC United versus Philly. Going with the home team again, I got DC winning. I'm going with a draw. I think when we went there and filmed them, we saw a draw. I think it'll be another draw. Uh, I'm going to take Philadelphia. Okay. All right. Next up is Columbus versus Toronto. I got Columbus winning this one. Columbus versus Toronto. I got Columbus. Columbus. <laughs> draw. It's going to be a stalemate for me. Toronto are so in the dumps right now. They're in bad. the mud. Oof. In the mud. Next up, we have Montreal versus the New England Revolution. I went with the Revolution. I don't know why, but it's my pick. <laughs> I got a draw. I've got Montreal. We, Damn, we all went wow, different. this is a wild, yeah. Yeah, be interesting week. Be a good week. A very interesting week. Next up is FC Dallas versus Austin. I got a draw on this I, one. I got a draw as well. Dallas is going to pull it off. Are bad. And the Dabby. Home team. Sporting Kansas City versus San Jose. I got a draw. My former team. <laughs> I got Kansas City. 
San Jose, baby. What is happening? I really do like this. The real Salt Lake versus Houston. Uh, RSL. I went with the real Salt Lake as well. Yeah. Draw. All right. Next up, we have a gafferless Portland Timbers <laughs> versus Vancouver. You know, I chose Portland. I was like, fuck it. Why yeah. not? You never like well, it's I feel like it's an no interesting time bounce. for them. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I got, yeah, I got the, the Timbers. In, the interim gaffer bounce. There That's it is. true. That's a good way to put it. I have a draw, though. Damn, you don't believe in your own team? No, not anymore. He does not believe that they will win. I got Vancouver. I'm continuing with the theme of always picking against Portland. Why are you such a hater? All right, They don't have a coach. (laughs) (laughs) You were not picking them before this, though, because they're trash. I mean, they hardly had a coach before them, too, I guess, huh? Next up is Galaxy versus Chicago. I got the Galaxy, and now I'm like, I don't know why I picked the Galaxy. I picked Chicago. I also don't know why. I just went for it. (laughs) I got a draw, and I also don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me why. (laughs) All right. Finally, we have Minnesota versus Seattle. I got a draw on this one. I got Minnesota. Minnesota, baby. I love that no one picked Seattle. That's fucking litty a titty. Well, I feel like Seattle... I don't know how they are recently, but they they have been good. So, but Minnesota is also good. So that's why I I did a draw. Um, Okay, what are we most excited for next week? I've got AC Milan versus Torino. I think uh, it would be cool to see Pulisic play again, and I think Musa might might start or at least come on at some point. So that'll be really cool. Yeah. Um. You know, nothing really soccer related. It's just kind of the last weekend of summer. So oh, I'm looking oh, forward man. to like tell me that? No. having a fun weekend. Fall is better anyways. That's sad. Fall's well, better. You it's know, more fun to play in the I'm, fall. I'm not mad at fall, but there is something to be celebrated about like the last hurrah of the summer Tax yeah. before we change. Connecticut. What are we excited about, gentlemen? Chelsea versus Luton. It's time, nice to, it's time to get that first yeah. win, baby. Oh, Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the EPL. Um, word on the street is Mohamed Salah might be li- leaving Liverpool, which will free up some funds on my fantasy team. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I heard he's coming to Miami. Oh, Al Etihad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. He'll leave. In, he'll leave next. He'll leave next week. You know, he'll get there and then leave yeah. in a week. <laughs> uh, Amy, plugs real quick, and then we can get the fuck out of here. All right, y'all. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Calling Casual. Hit us up on TikTok at Calling All Casuals. We're also on Instagram at Calling All Casuals. And check out both of those platforms. Give us a follow because we are actually pumping out the content. That's true. And you can always email us. We love to hear from you. We love your questions, comments, concerns, segment ideas, whatever you got to say. Hit yeah. us with the emails, callingallcasuals at gmail.com. Perfect. Um, Amy, thank you so much for Alexi, being here and for you. being the casual producer. Eric, um, good debate skills. You proved that you can do it, you know? <laughs> Just barely. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a, a knock him down, drag him out, out fight. Uh, <laughs> Jordan, good try. Better luck next time. But you did bring the quiz, and yeah. that was really yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah, the quiz was awesome. fun. Thank for you something. for that. The quiz was great. And uh, what a great show. What a great yeah, show we fun. had today. Yeah, uh, thank you for listening. And remember, as always, keep it casual. A Shishkin Productions podcast.